Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Episode 410, it's not a uh, dishwasher detergent. It's not a uh, spray that cleans your stove. Not really sure what 140 is. It maybe some kind of horsepower in a vehicle. Not sure. Yeah, baby. There it is. How about that? I'd like that. That's right. But episode 410 of the Bad Boys Podcast, we're about to randomly rant on all things movies. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as mother effing always... The chicken fucker himself, Marcus Burnett. <laughs> and I'm Tony, aka MCP. What oh. is going on, bad boys, this evening? I don't. I don't know if I should be known to the internet as the most racist human being possible. No, <laughs> it's the only, most racist chicken fucker. Chicken fucker. Uh, yeah, he only oh, fucks oh, white chicken. Yeah. We're all getting business cards, and we think that it's a little too long, Harley. To be honest, we might want to shorten that down. If we got to put all our names on there, that's a really long email, you know. <laughs> Racist chicken fucker, Harley Hitler chicken fucker at gmail.com. It's kind of long, bro. You need I wonder my- if that's taken. We got to go look that shit up. <laughs> you can definitely go ahead and look that up, my friend. I I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it's not. If it is, that too that's kind of scary. Oh shit. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with the the dark web? Is that actually a thing? Does that exist? Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. It does? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. explain to me what, sure what goes on there, MCP. Um, basically, anything surreptitious, you know, uh, not legal. That's the, the, your, your, what you imagine the dark web is, is what it is. Like, it's not, it's not like it's hyped up. That's what it is. How do you think it works? Like, is it somebody that does illegal shit? Instead of going to the regular internet every day, they go to the dark internet? Or do they only go to the dark internet when they want to do some really heinous shit? Um, I would say a little A, little B. I mean, it depends on what you mean. Like, there's services offered that are on the dark web. And if you know how to navigate the dark web, and you want those services, you go to the dark web. web. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is it's not like there, there's not a, like a, like a dark Facebook. You know what I mean? Oh, (laughs) no, no. Um, (laughs) like you're saying, like there's a centralized thing that everybody goes to. No, yeah. Harley wants to find a Facebook full of just white, a white supreme race, (laughs) or it's just a bunch of other white folks. They fuck chickens and they all. And their hatred towards uh, humanity. Kind of, That's yeah, what he's trying to get. He through. wants to find adultchickenfinder.com. <laughs> yeah, he wants to find a Tinder of all racist chicken fuckers. Yeah. Tender, chicken tender. Yeah, chicken tinder. Hey, oh, that's a, we might have started something. Chicken tenders, chicken tender. Chicken tender. Oh. And you swipe to the left and right, it's just a menu of different types of finger chickens. <laughs> oh. Chicken tender, I can't believe that's not actually a fucking thing. Unbelievable. Fuck uh, your chicken strips. There you go. See? Yeah. That's it. That was Christine uh, in the car with Harley. They're the drive through Chick-fil-A. Ain't that right, Harley? I don't know why the dark web just brought up. I yeah. just, there was just one movie where they kept, I think it's like Unfriended, the sequel, mm-hmm. and they talk about the dark web. I'm just curious. It's like, what the fuck? You have to like type in something? Do you have to go incognito mode to even access it? It's like, 
the, you weird. you need special software to access it, and you need to know. You pretty wow. much need to know the the. It's not like you just type in a search and find right. it. You can't. It, it doesn't right. exist. You have to. There's a big long. Hey Google, enter the dark web for me. <laughs> right. You right. probably don't use a traditional browser. I'm sure you don't you use, use a traditional sort of... browser. Um, and the URLs, like the the address that you go to, yeah, isn't a standard URL where it's like no. words. It's numbers Names. and letters it's all the, mixed together. It's uh, the actual IP address. No, it's not even an IP address. Oh. It is a special like um, string hmm. of letters and numbers. That you can pretty much only find word of mouth. So you kind of have to know somebody who can give oh. you that address to be able to get to it. You know? Yeah, like, motherfucker, you go to Weed College? You're like, straighten <laughs> it down. Hey, have you, Tony, have you ever accessed the dark web? No, no, no. I just know about it. Oh, okay. You've never been curious? Can you, no, never, can you do it from a curious. Windows based computer or do you need to run like a you, Linux? You can. It's just, um, it's a lot more difficult to maintain your anonymity. I could imagine, yeah. So you'd probably be better off running some sort of Linux. Destro, the, the, right. They recommend having a burner laptop. You have a, you know, you boot it up into Linux on a, yeah. that's, that's a virtualized Linux that runs only on like a USB drive. So it's actually, mm. once you turn it off, there's no trace left behind. Mm-hmm. It's all in memory, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So well, listen to Harley over here. He's just getting excited. Well, no, I mean, I've just, it's stuff that I've kind of more or less heard about before. I mean, nowadays you can. Cause you, you're, you're afraid to type in, uh, you know, best chickens to fuck on Google. So you're trying to find a way to get around well, that. Like, so it's not like, on your history. like I, f- I figured out a way to, and I did it. Um, it was a little buggy, but I installed Linux on one of my Chromebooks off a of flash drive. And so, um, you know, all the instructions are out there. You just need to follow the, the directions, you know, type a little code here, you know, add a command file here. It's not that hard. Is that to true, do. Tony? Yeah. I mean, there's, you believe really Harley was able to do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Without messing up? I'm sure he I messed up that, a couple times, but in the I end, say, yeah. I find that hard to believe. He makes it sound so simple. Well, I, I will say this. The first thing I did with this little Chromebook, I've had it for years. We bought it like fucking five years ago. Was I tore this son of a bitch apart and put a bigger uh, solid state drive in it? It had a little like I don't know what the fuck they're called. They're like little, they're like little SSDs, like sixteen gigs or something like that. And it wasn't soldered onto the board, but you did have to take the thing apart. And it was refurbished when I bought it, so I took it apart and pulled that stupid sixteen gig out and put one hundred and twenty eight gig in for like I don't know, it was a long time ago, but um. But yeah, there's no drive, so it, it, you know I had to install it from an SSD or not an SSD, a flash drive, like Tony's talking about. So it's it's not hard to do if you can just literally follow step by step instructions. Yeah, there's instructions for everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't do it for any nefarious reasons. Um, I kind of mm-hmm. just did it because I was bored. So, but stuff like that is how you would probably access it. Gotcha. I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Tony. Right here. Tony, I feel I feel like you need to sample the drops in it's your not, ear before you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love that. I love that enthusiasm. I love it just like I don't know what this does. I'm gonna. He's like a little. He's a little kid. He does that. I don't know what this does. I'm just gonna push it. And see what yeah, happens. A bunch of buttons that say chicken on it. So I'm gonna click right? everyone. You can't help it. Try another one. <laughs> Screw the game. We're talking about chicken.
But see, the thing is that I think Harley's more worried about is how loud it is. <laughs> yeah, people are going to hear. Yeah. It's, it's just, how many buttons okay. do you have that says chicken on it? Right now? Uh, let's see. That's one, two, three, nine, ten, thirty-seven, maybe? Thirty-seven. Okay. I want you to push at least one of, like, one of those by the end of the episode. You know, if you can get to all thirty-seven. <laughs> no. By the end of the show, yeah, that would be tough. amazing. Yeah. You've already done a couple, so you're already you're almost there. Yeah, just don't be a creep about it. All right, we'll have to get the adjustment bureau bureau on hey, you. Hey, oh, you see that? that? Look at that, you see that. There you go, nailed it. That is the homework that uh, MCP chose was creep. An extra credit was chosen by Harley, the adjustment bureau. But we do have some extras for you this evening because MCP. I don't know if he went with his wife. He just went by himself. This is some fucking crazy shit. This never happens. Tony with extra credit or with yeah. extras? With an extra. Read all, all right. about it. All right. Um, sure. Incredibles 2. I had to go watch it. Um, nice. Before it got, you know, spoiled. Like, I, even I, I covered my eyes and, and plugged my ears in the intro to the Incredibles. You know how they, like, as they're going through, they're explaining things and how hard, you know, Samuel L. Jackson's on the screen and he's talking about hard. I'm like, fuck you. I don't want to hear it. Don't, don't. Oh, talk, you, don't you skipped that, that I part? skipped it. I was like, I don't want yeah, anything sure spoiled. Can, even though you're about to watch it, you yes, still didn't want to exactly. get spoiled. I did not Bravo, want sir. I, Bravo. Give yourself a but, round of applause. Hey, I am going to end up watching it again because mm. it was awesome and I got to give it a chance for us later. So. It's a dollar, high, high dollar. I had a lot of fun. I was laughing louder than the kids in the in the theater. You know, it was it, it was great. Yeah. Yes. I'd buy that for a dollar. But a certain a certain somebody against a certain animal was your favorite part. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I was rolling. Wait, crazy. what? I'm confused. <laughs> it's not somebody it fucking a chicken, a Harley. Chicken. Relax. Uh, Don't get excited. Uh, Pull your pants back up. All right. Uh, Take it easy. Hold still. <laughs> I need a chicken running away, Tony. After you say that, uh, just yes. paint the, just paint I that think I did that there. once. I did that a few episodes ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, see, so Harley, how come you haven't gone seen it yet? Y'all are sick. I don't. I don't go to the movies. You know me. You don't take your kids to see Incredibles too? It's I the don't. summer. They're off of school. I know, I know. I just, I never. Dude, I know that fucking theater around the corner around your house is playing them for two dollars and fifty cents. Fucking take them, you cheap bastard. I know, I'm terrible. Fuck. I'm gonna wait two, three months and it's online. Then I'm gonna show them. Fuck, get out of here. Only mm. kids at the playground that don't know fucking haven't seen Incredibles two. I Their don't know, man. I'm. I don't. I don't want to give them any money to fucking Disney. It's Pixar, though. You don't like Pixar? But do you think it's different than Disney? Yeah. It's fucking Disney. Oh, so now you're not, you're not going to go see any Disney movies in the theater anymore. I, uh, I'm pretty I sure they're like not worried about your money. Well, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like a little bit of like, uh, no, they don't need my money. Fuck them. So you're going to deprive your kids of seeing the greatness as Incredibles too. Well, I'm just saying they can see it one day when I fucking go to Redbox and get it. Wow. You know, if, I, if they're here and it's still in the theater, I'm going to take them. Mm. You can stay home. Well, you clean you my go. house. You wash my cars. <laughs> wash my cars? How many yeah. cars you got? Three, four. 
Looking at oh, Hot Wheels shit. right now in the car, in my house, in my room here. Oh, well, shit, there you go. I got a helicopter. I don't know how that got here. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know where that from. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> so, um, do you guys want to hear what I thought about Seven Psychopaths? Seven, seven, saw what? that. That was yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Do you want to hear what I thought about it? So you have another extra? Yes, I do. That's a, this is fucking so, breaking surprise. news. Hold on, dude. <laughs> da, 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 da. Roll the you, camera. You rewatched it. Just dropping that shit. No, I never watched it. Oh, it was before. It was, it was when on you took my a break. Hiatus, right? Got it. Yeah, yeah I'm so curious. I've been, I've been I trying think to I watch. I remember this. liking this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only reason I want to watch it because you guys gave it a good review. Um, and I've been meaning to watch it. Just didn't have some time. Didn't, couldn't really find the time for it until you know I got my teeth knocked out, and I'm like, yeah, perfect thing to watch while I was drugged up, right? Um, this thing was a lot of fun. I had a blast with, with this. the The cast was great. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. the The plot was that they, they you know, they're they're making a business out of stealing people's dogs and then <laughs> kidnapping people's dogs without them knowing. And then as soon as they put up the reward poster, give it back. I was like, oh, that, mm-hmm. that, that's, a, that's, that's pretty funny, but it was just, well, it was, it, there was good, good acting, good chemistry. Like, it was well written and I enjoyed the aspect of the film where it's trying to, where it's being meta, where they're trying to write a film in the film. And then the, the movie itself is, is is being parts of the film that they want to write i was like this is really cool because they talk about an ending that they want and then they show you on screen the ending that they're talking about and i'm like well shit it's like i watched two different versions of the movie in the same movie it was it, it, and the way they put it together was just fun so yeah it got high high dollar for me um this one also has potential for, for slater nice this is oh. the same director as three three billboards Ooh. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Tony, you haven't seen that yet, I right? I have not. So, so. T- Fonzo, you watched it, liked it, and me and Chris watched it, and I liked it a lot. F- Tony, you need to you need to check out three. Billboards. Sounds like it. That yeah. it's the weirdest movie. I mean, you, you know, obviously the title is is you know you're like, huh? Oh shit! But it's, it's a lot. Of, it's well, it's not a lot of fun. It's just. You know, it's crazy. Well, it looks like uh, um, it just popped up on IMDb that he did in Bruges, and I love that movie. Yeah, oh yeah, you did. Oh, oh, you did. Tony loves that movie. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Cool. So there you go. There it is. And now you know. <laughs> I I heard Goldblum and go, well, and there you have it. <laughs> did you want to review cool. uh, blockers before I go? Uh, yeah, yeah. Talk about blockers real quick. Me and Amy. Uh, Kids were doing their own things. Like, hey, let's watch something. I'm like, all right. She wanted to watch a documentary on Netflix. I said, like, man, you always want to watch the press and stuff. Let's watch something funny. She's actually watching a documentary on Netflix right now. Uh, but I chose Blockers. Uh, three parents try to stop their daughters from losing their virginity on prime, prom night. Oh, they, boy. Uh, they, create, they create a six pack. Um, you got John Cena playing a father who kind of reminds me of Arnold in, the, in that comedic role where he's got like these cargo shirts and but i'm sure but you know this guy's fucking massive muscles underneath so he kind of has that twins look remember where arnold was rocking oh, shorts and his shirt? yeah 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 he's, he's super swole like trying to look like the normal guy but, but like, yeah it's kind of like huge. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of reminded me of that it's just kind of awkward he's being really nerdy like when his kid goes to kindergarten he's all getting sad and crying he's like are you okay he's like yeah 
So stars Leslie Mann, who's always in like comedies. You know, she, you know, if you, you've known her, you've seen her stick, you know, you, you've seen her. And then Ike Barinholtz, who's been a lot in recent comedies a lot, like in, uh, he played the security, the jerk that's fucking with Margot Robbie's character, Holly Quinn in Suicide Squad. He was a neighbor, so just as a clown, Seth Rogen's friend. You've seen him. He kind of looks like Matt Damon with a gap, like Matt Damon's like, like younger, like maybe ugly, uglier brother. I don't know. That's me, but you know what I'm talking about? Ike Barinholtz. If you've seen him, if you look at his face, look on IMDb, like, oh yeah, 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 I know that dude. So he ran, he rounds out the other party that, um, that's going after their daughters on prom night. Cause, uh, they accidentally see their, um, text messages going back and forth because one of the, Leslie Mann's daughter's phone is, or laptop's open, and it's all emojis, right? It's all code. And when the one guy's like, oh, dude, I love puzzles. Let's answer this. And they're trying to decipher, like, what each, you know, fucking emoji means, you know? It's kind of funny, you know? It's, um, it works. But yeah, they, they heard, so they figured out that they, they created a sex, because at the end they got like hashtags, you know, sex packed or something like, you know, they're going to lose their virginity and like they're freaking out. So they're, it's it's like a road comedy, but it's like you know them after them going from one party to another, another silly situation to another one. The kids talk like it's funny because three girls, so they talk kind of dirty, like oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have a pee in my V. It just sounds kind of funny because you don't really see it in that way, you know. It's like an American Pie, but through like a girl's perspective, I guess you know. Hmm. Um, and they get the parents trying to stop them, and it's you know it for a lighthearted, not not lighthearted, because it's rated R, it's pretty raunchy. Um, six point six on IMDb, yeah. I mean, at first it starts off like, oh, I don't know, it's kind of, it's going to be kind of rough. But then once it gets going, it's a little bit hard. And then you've seen, seen in a comedy role, it's fun. Leslie Mann's always just great in comedies. And, uh, what's his name? Ian or Ike, what did I say his name is? He, um, Ike, yeah, he finishes out the rest of the comedic role. And, uh, you know, they run into funny situations and, you know, for, you know, Sunday afternoon, got nothing to do, you know, it's, it's, that's what we call them rentals, right? You know, you watch it once, you forget about it, but at least at that, at that moment, that time you had fun. I had some chuckles. The one fucking, I will, I, I do got to get credit though to this one actor who played, uh, what's his name? He was the limo driver. His name is fucking Rudy. That motherfucker just like, I don't know where drops these comedy gold, like, He'll be talking and then say something or do something and just steals the scene every fucking time, dude. God, I wish I could. I wish I had his name. I give him his. Um, let's see. Let me look up his name. It's Rudy. Okay, Rudy, Rudy pops up. Okay, Colton Dunn. This dude, man, my man, you stole the show every time you came on. Like you just, you just killed it. So I just gotta give props to this guy. He was, he was really funny. Um, so yeah, so so for that, I, I give blockers a dollar. That's a big rooster on the front. So I'm sure it says, you know, because the tagline says parents can be such cock blockers. So I don't think you'd say cock. I didn't think people want to put on the marquee, you know, cock blockers. Oh, there's the silhouette of a rooster. Yes. Got it. So, you know, it's implying. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that. Cool. So we got those. And, uh, yeah, I'll have a little TV talk real quick. Tony, you want to mention something real quick? Season two. Yeah, without, without spoiling. Without spoiling stuff. it. I mean, I, I don't want to talk about it, like you said, because it's, it would be spoiler, spoilerish. I mean, that's, that's what it's about. Just give us your, uh, how about you just right. give us your thoughts of this whole, uh, season two? It was slightly underwhelming. Um, I feel like they mm. over, oh. they overreached. Oh. They stretched themselves a little too far. They, they, they were, they were weaving a very wide, tapestry of storylines and and different things that are going on and not all of them got tied up 
Like there was uh, wait. There, is it is there, it big setting up for a third season? Yes. Um, is yes. it a big cliffhanger? Because the first episode or the first season really ended on a huge. A little bit of that, and a little bit of the non-linear storytelling allowed a lot of gaps. Uh, and, 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 and you're like wondering, wait, what about this and this and this? And I know exactly what so you're it's talking like, about. It's like there's definitely some loose ends that got tied up, but there was a lot of loose ends that were left out. Mm. And then you're also wondering, well, shit, were they actually loose ends or did I miss something? Because in the nonlinear storytelling, maybe I, yeah. maybe I missed something. And so then I'm like, I, I was left. Like doubting, like we had a buddy over, we were watching it, and it's uh, and we were just talking for a bit, and just like, yeah, it, okay, like cool, it ended, that's kind of cool, but we were left wanting mm. a, a more a more concrete conclusion. So it was still entertaining, um, but not as like mind blowing as the first one, as the first season. The first season ended on a big like, holy shit, this yes. is exactly what we were expecting for yes. the park, spoiler alert, for the park to, you know, become like what the movie, you know, it took a whole season, which, you know, I get it. They, yeah. they need to make, they need to make several seasons, you know, they're trying to create this universe. I get that. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm not a fan of these seasons, these shows that, don't tie up everything. I mean, I mm-hmm. think, you know, to go back to like the greats, like a Dexter or something, every season stood on its own. You know what I mean? Fonzo, you can interrupt if you want. Um, like every season was about, you know, Dexter and another serial killer and they wrapped that shit up. There might be some other small like characters that aren't a hundred percent wrapped up or, you know, but it felt very complete. And like we watch, we're a big fan of, um, you say the whole uh, season was great or just a couple of seasons of Dexter. Well, no. So obviously I cut in and out or something. No, I was saying each season stood on its own. Right. Yeah. Some, some being good, some being great and some being just God awful. Well, yeah, the last like two, I think they, they went too long, basically. Yeah. I think they, I think they went like six and four was perfect kind of thing. You know, I, I was just, absolutely. Yeah. If you stopped there, you'd be good. Yeah. I think Breaking Bad is probably the best example of a show that didn't go longer than it needed to. It's sort of like, it felt like it had. Sons of Anarchy had that problem too. They went too long. Yeah. That was another show. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Good. Good. So, um, you know, you, will you watch the next season? Um, not with as much hype. Like Excitement. I'll still watch it, but I, yeah, exactly. I won't be as excited. I won't. I, I won't be as like a diehard to avoid spoilers. Like I'm like, I'll be more whatever about it. I'll be very be mad. very meh about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, there you so have it. See, so season two, a dollar. I watched season two, a dollar. Yeah, yeah. I watched the first season. And I, I, you know, I was all right. I liked it, but the second season, I just had no interest in it. I just didn't really have time. And then once like one, two, three episodes go in, and then you start falling behind. I'm just like, fuck it, it's gone now. It oh, takes well. a lot of effort. Tony brought Run up along, a very, little doggy. It's gone. Tony brought up a very good thing that kind of frustrates me with Westworld, 
is the nonlinear storytelling mm. constantly like going back into time. And because some of these characters are robots that can be, you know, sort of repaired, <laughs> not kind of, but just essentially, they're essentially clones. Right. Um, you can oftentimes at the beginning of a scene be confused as to when or what is going on. And then you mix in just a sprinkling of artsy fartsy cinematography. And oftentimes I'm watching it and it feels like it's work. Like I'm like, mm. wait a second, what's going on? Like, and so, and then you mix in three or four storylines. You got what's his name and his daughter and like, and then him, and then that, and you're like, it's, it's work. It's like, um, so yeah. yeah it's, and it's, one of the, it, one of the things that, um, my buddy Ryan pointed out is that one of the writers is, um, Jonathan Nolan, who did Memento. Mm-hmm, and that's like mm-hmm, the nice. long linear storytelling movie. And I felt like there was a lot of aspects of that in this, which could have been cool if it weren't such a big scope. It was such a scope, huge, yeah. the scope of it is so big that it lost, I think it, 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 it lost its effectiveness. Lost a little focus kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Well, he's, that's Christopher Nolan's brother and he's also responsible for co-writing, I think the first or two or three Dark Knight films. Oh, like, cool. yeah, he's a writer and he, um, I don't think he's actually directed anything now that I think of it, but, um, Oh, it looks like he did two episodes of Westworld the first first season. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. But like, has he done any? Not. It's like he he co-wrote Interstellar. Um, but he doesn't have any directing credits other than the Westworld and a right. person of interest. Yeah, yes, yeah. just a writer. But look at his writing credits. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, Memento, Prestige, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, absolutely. But yeah, it can be, it can be work at times. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways. I think that's, that was your Westworld. That was your TV talk for a second, but a little smidget. Right on. There you go. Right on, right on. So, Harley, you had some kind of, um, you want to talk about some money? Uh, sure. Interesting. I I will, uh, if you want to let me ramble on for just a few minutes, I will ramble on for, yeah, you know it, baby. My favorite part. Um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this, um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom came out this week. Gangbusters, totally critic proof, $150 million on a, on 170 million, that's domestic on 170 million dollar budget. Um, so it's, it's already in the green. It's got a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, Harley, when you say critic proof, you're just being cute and saying that the, the critics hate it, but it doesn't matter because people are going to go see it. Yeah, more or less. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say the critics hate it, but it is. It is not doing well. I think the What's first. What's the standing? What's it rating well, at? I think it's 50, 55%. Okay. 55, hold on. Is that the lowest no, rated it's, for Jurassic Park it's, movies? It's right, I don't know, and I don't want to fuck up my internet. It's right at 50%. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. 
Open up one more browser and it's fucking computers it's down. Fucking uh, no, the whole house will catch on fire. You Lights know? start flickering and shit in there. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, 50%'s not good for a giant, you know, as opposed to Incredibles 2 is rocking a 94%. Um, Ocean's 8, 67. Solo, a Star Wars story that is not making money and will be the topic of discussion in my next ramblings on is at 71% Deadpool, 82% hereditary, 90% Avengers infinity war, 83%. This is the lowest percent of, you know, basically anything in the, in the last six months for a big, you know, tent pole film. That's not a good sign for perhaps their trilogy. You know, maybe they're going to try to do a trilogy. I feel like Hollywood's all about trilogies right now. They they know they can sign up actors and directors or writers for sort of three movies, five five years, give or take. You know, and that the contracts work for that kind of shit. I'm sure what's his name is said. Yeah, I'll do fucking three of these Jurassic Park movies. But the fact that this one's already at 50% does not bode well for the next one, which I'm sure they'll make because why they make money. It's kicking ass and taking names, $150 million. I'm sure it'll have a huge drop off, but like all these tentpole films, they don't fucking care. They make enough money on their opening weekend to essentially pay for their, their budgets. Um, you know, whether it's the runaway hit that they, that they're hoping for that's besides the point it, it's critic proof it's transformers i mean in a sense you know what i mean mm. the bottom line is this you're never going to see a jurassic park movie that moves you like the first one did there's a reason why mr spielberg directed it circa 1991 where it was or whatever the special effects it's like the practical effects you got the, uh what's his name Stan Winston. Stan Winston. God bless his soul. You're, you're talking about the magic, you know, days of. That's a certified Slater. I mean, right? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, right, Tony? it's. Okay. We lost them. <laughs> See, I don't know who did the snoring effect. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. He's a sounder. But uh, I did the work for you, Harley. Jurassic Park is at a 92% on Ron Tomato. Lost World. <laughs> 53%. Jurassic Park 3, 50%. Jurassic World, 71%. And Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, 50%. So. so it's tied for Jurassic Park 3, which is not good. <laughs> so, uh, Incredible 2, while it slipped to number two spot, it still made gangbusters. It's made, it made $80.9 million for a grand total domestically of 350. Wait, so what was the whole purpose of this? What did you want to do this for? I'm immediately regretting it because you put Tony to sleep and now what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, uh, I already forgot. You're just rambling. You just want to hear yourself talk. No, I can do that in my sleep. Okay. What the fuck? This, what are we talking about? This no, no, no. This is my point. Oh, these Jesus were, Christ. These are the big tentpole films in the theater right now making money. Jurassic Park, $150 not, not million. Dollars. No, no, no. I'm not talking about Disney. Although, yeah, because it's all Disney. Incredibles 2. Well, Jurassic Park's not Disney. That's what I just said. Sorry. 
God damn. Incredib- Incredibles 2 on its opening weekend has made $350 million. That's incredible. Uh, that's incredible, right? Incredibles. Um, Incredibles. Two. Deadpool like 2. Deadpool 2 has been in the theater for six weeks. It's still in the top five. Damn. It's made $304 million. What about that sleeper hit, Superfly? What's that at? What's that doing? Uh, Superfly is yeah, number buddy. eight. And it's made 15. That's what I'm talking about. Avengers Infinity Ward oh, is boy. still in the theaters. It's number nine. It has made $670 million. Dude, if the Avengers still in the theaters, fucking Ant-Man's going to be in the theaters. It- For nine weeks, it's been in the theaters. Okay. Hey, um, this- what about what about Dylan Dog? Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. Dude, that is... That's Inception sound. I'll give, I'll give us someone an extra point if they can fucking get that reference. Get the, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, get this old school reference right there. Oh, remember, this is a championship. How about this? How about this? Has anyone even seen that movie? Hey. <laughs> I think Tony reviewed it five years ago. <laughs> yeah, Did you, Tony? Did you finally I end up watching it? I think I took one it? for the team, man. That's right. I think, uh, that's awesome. This is my, uh, I'm, I'm not done yet, bitches. Jesus fucking Christ. All these movies. What are they? Three, four, five hundred million dollar movies. Solo, five weeks. It's been in the theater just as long as all those, or longer, and it's only made two hundred million dollars. So, which has fired off a litany of internet rumors that Disney might be pulling the plug on all the spinoffs. So they've, they've, they even announced that James Mangold, Mr. Logan, Wolverine guy, he was going to do Boba Fett. That, that look, that's looking like it might not happen. Good. Nobody wanted to see that anyways. The big overrated character ever. The big Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff. The old Dukuru. The old Dukuru. That looks like it might be on. So it looks like. Disney might be focusing on their episode nine, which even that comes out this year or next year, excuse me, December of next year. So, um, yeah, we Star Wars fatigue. Maybe, maybe we'll see rumors. That's all I could say. Um, I'm going to mic drop and go take a leak. If you were given a free ticket to go to the movies right now, of all the ones that are playing, what would you go see? Oh, interesting question. I like that. I like that. What you should ask the question. Uh, Incredibles too, without a doubt. Okay, that you should go to the bathroom. All right, later. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. I, right. I would go. I would go see Incredibles too. Okay, absolutely. I think right. it's. Um, go to the bathroom. You were yeah. talked enough. The, the peach I got to try to wake up Tony somehow. Go. The peach, the peach <laughs> is running through me. <laughs> what the f- was that? What was that noise? <laughs> What, what? Did you sneeze? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> what is that? You can't tell? No. <laughs> oh, it's a chicken? Yeah, it's a chicken. <laughs> it's like a chicken being killed off. <laughs> or, t- or hardly giving it a ride of its oh, life. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. Tony, I'm sorry. I'm glad you're awake. My goodness. I'm, I'm, I apologize for everyone listening right now. If everyone's still listening, if they haven't fallen asleep. Whoa. Thank you. I apologize. Yeah, sorry, Tony. I didn't know that was going to happen. Because <laughs> I was at one point, I was like, wait, I was like, wait, how did we get here? What are we talking about? I was just going to read how much all the movies made, and that was it.
Yeah, all the movies at that segment ever ever made. Yeah, it was seriously. Yeah, he was going down. And then in 1984, the little movie called like, Oh Jesus Christ, it was ASMR now. <laughs> boy, oh boy. So if I gave you a movie ticket, Tony, what would you go see? Um, probably Jurassic World or yeah. whatever the Jurassic one is. Yeah, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, same here. What else is out there? Yeah. What are you doing tomorrow? You want to go see it? Mm, <laughs> no. You got to work? Uh, I'm busy during the week, usually. Oh. Uh, what else is there? Have you seen Deadpool 2? Uh, yeah, I've seen Deadpool 2. Solo? Yeah, I saw Solo. Hereditary? No. You should watch that. Meh. <laughs> That'll fuck you up. Is that your significant other singing to Turtles? What the hell? Uh-oh. Oh, someone's getting in trouble. All right. What is up, people? Oh, nothing. Just heard your uh, wife beat up your kids in the background. It's all good. (laughs) Forgot forgot to mute yourself. That's what we kept hearing. Mm, I was just talking to the girl. Murd. Oh, no, was, or Chris was trying to spoil Mazzy and let her watch a show with her before she goes to bed. Oh, there you go. And then you told me, hey, I'm going to take you guys to see Incredibles 2. I feel like mm-hmm. an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think Mazzy's ever seen the first one. Oh, come on, man. I know, right? What are you doing? So, yeah, I'm done. I mean, it's interesting to me. Um, Sorry, now I'm eating. What do we do that? What what's that called? <laughs> You're mukbang. Mukbang. Do you would you would you be fine if Disney just keeps making all these Star Wars movies? Yeah, let them make movies. People are getting paid, you know, whatever. You know, people there's a lot of people that go into making a movie. If they want to spend the money, let them spend the money. Why the fuck am I going to stop them? It's an interesting point, and I'm kind of with you. It's like, fuck them. If they want to lose money because they made yeah. so much in the last 20 years, fuck them. Let yeah, them they're it. they're employing people. They're, they're people are having jobs because of the movie and everything. I'm like, fuck yeah. If they want to pump money into the economy, I'm okay with that. You know, Just mm-hmm. if they make a shitty movie, you know, I don't have to pay for it. I'll wait for it to come out on Redbox. That's fine. Well, but here's the thing. Even Solo got 71%. You know what I mean? So it wasn't yeah. that bad. Right. But yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, it wasn't enough for them, I guess. No. Right. Yeah. They wanted 171. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, how are we getting into the homework, Tony? Hit us with some music, sir. Boom. Yes, I signed Creep. Uh, written, directed. Speaking of, speaking of tentpole films, holy moly! Here we go. This all-star cast, written, directed, and starred by the same two people. That's it. I love it. Director, yeah. writer, same. Yeah. Sorry, same. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, when a videographer answers a Craigslist ad. For a one-day job in a remote mountain town to video go wrong? messages of a dying man, he finds his client is not at all what he initially seems. Who the fucking thunk, huh? Right. Yeah. Um. I. I think Fonzo, you even said that you started watching it a little while ago. 
Um, I remember seeing a trailer for it. I was like, eh, maybe it's, you know, it's a little different. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's out there. So why not? That's the only reason. I was like, I had it in my back pocket for a little while as a, as a homework movie. Um, I regret it. Uh, <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. I didn't enjoy it. It's got this, the found footage kind of feel to it. Um, the, the acting feels not all there. Like I didn't buy either of their performances. And it was just the two of them and they, they directed themselves. I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> this is how you really think people would, I don't know. I, I wasn't buying it. And because I wasn't buying it, it's one of those that you have to buy it in order, you have to believe that this guy is actually a, a creep and he's actually in this situation in order to get the suspense. And I wasn't getting all the suspense. I wasn't getting the, you know, that, that, part of the film all i got was the fucking jump scares when the guy would kept yelling into the mic I'm like, oh, fuck you it's fucking like get, me started on get the fuck scares. out of here with that it's like yeah eh, so for me it was it 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 wasn't worth it it was a waste that would be a waste of time fazo yeah, you know, this this guy, Mark Duplass, dude, you just look at his face and he just looks like a fucking creep. You would have just put his face on the cover? Like, yeah, They're like, oh, this makes sense. Fucking creep. This guy's totally a creep. Um, I knew that it was a found footage from way back when I heard it in a mm. review or in a podcast. So they kind of talked about it like it was kind of neat. And there's some kind of cool um, different takes. But we, we fall in the same tropes for found footage, you know? Yeah. You kind of – it's hard to get engaged in the story because – at least for me, I keep thinking of like the director or like, oh, how do we try to pull off this shot that we're, why they were still recording or, you know, why do we mm-hmm. do that? I get a little distracted and then mm. trying to direct at the same time. It's kind of weird, you know? Um, so I was, tells me I'm not paying attention to much of the movie. Um, it's really uncomfortable. And like, why is he still sticking around? Like, why is this guy, guy's too nice? It's just, you know, and I get it. It's supposed to be, you're supposed to feel un- unease and, and it's a horror movie, so they're supposed to make dumb mistakes. But I'm just even if it's just two of them, it's like you know, it's like it's it's come on, you know. So I don't know. The guy bugged me. He bugged me in that other movie he was in with like Aubrey Plaza. He was like they were trying time travel or some shit. Oh, Safety, that's right. Guaranteed. Yes. Yep. That's it. Yeah, I like that movie. I just yeah, he was always bugging me in it. <laughs> uh. Um, but uh, so yeah, yeah, I um, I remember like. The, the first half, so I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember all this. I'll skip it to, you know, 30-minute mark. Then it was a 30-minute mark. I only had, like, 48 minutes left. I'm like, damn, this movie's short. Yeah, it is short. It's crazy. But it yeah. feels long. It feels real long, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm with FCP, unfortunately, yeah. To me, uh, even if you do kind of like these kind of movies and you watch it once, you'll immediately forget about it. You know, And there's and they made a sequel, so it's like, really? So, I mean, they're, they're super cheap to make, so I guess that's not too far Far-fetched, but yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna hit him with Anthony Kiedis point break style. That would be a waste of time. So, I, I'm all about, like, I get the whole found footage thing. Um, you know, I get it. I get that it's, they're cheap. I get that, you know, if these actually, you know, get some sort of attention, they can make lots of money. So studios, whether it be independents or big studios, you know, they, they have a tendency to kind of green light these things and I get them. 
<clears throat> they're they're a safe gamble from a studio from a money making standpoint. These are million dollar films. You know, there's literally six people that work on these films and they do it because of it's a passion project or you know they do it for free. It's this this is not ironically what we were talking about earlier. And I'm I'm excited for you know small independent filmmakers. We've seen lots of quirky movies that are done well that, that bring something new to the table. The problem is this one relies on all the tropes and all the cliches of all the genres that it's tr- that it's trying to pull from to be successful. So the jump scares. It worked the first time with Chris, man. We're watching it, and I think it's the car when he jumps at the car, and it works. Chris just fucking freaks the fuck out. Right. And so she's into it for the first 10 minutes. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'll, you know, Oh, okay. I realize it's one of those. It's like shot handheld, very digitally, you know, very like video kind of thing. All right. I'm cool. Then the bad acting immediately shows its head and you're kind of like, Oh, all right. Well, you know, it's all good. I get it. You know what I mean? And then. Like tone, like Fonzo, you're saying, like characters start to do shit that they wouldn't do in real life. And that's, if you lose credibility with these characters early, it, it, it's, it's like an anchor for the pacing of the film. You know what I mean? It just, all of a sudden it's like a chore to watch. And then, and then I was like, oh, that's cool. Like it's shot like out in the woods, like cool. Oh wait, it's, it's starting to do all those same found footage out in the woods tropes. Like it can't seem to do anything original. It, it's, it's very cheap. You know, it's very indie, but it's not doing anything original. And then, and then it never gives spoiler alert. And I'm going to fucking spoil the shit out of this movie because I, you know, I'm not going to recommend it either. It doesn't give you anything entertaining to watch at the end either. I was telling Chris, I was like, shit, if we at least got some like blood and guts at the end, I'd feel a little bit like, you know, uh. so I was really like right there with you guys, like full on waste of time throughout this movie. It's an hour and 20 minutes and I'm, I'm like, fuck man, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. Like this is, Chris is already like checking out. It's like, it's the same scene over and over again. Like, no, stay. Everything's cool. Like, have a whiskey with me. Ooh, new plot line. I'm rich. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm motivated to stay because he's rich. Like, it's supposed to somehow make you invested in the character as the watcher or something. And then, and then the very ending with the axe, it's completely melodramatic it's totally expected you're totally like this is the problem this is where this is what pissed me off and y'all know what happens when i get pissed off (laughs) when it does the trope of he opens the cupboard and there's 50 cds of all the people that he's done this to and i was like motherfucker that's one big pile of shit. That is one big pile of shit. So, yeah, I gave it a pile of shit. It would have got a waste of time if it tried to do at least something 
original at the end and failed to try to do something. No, no, we're going to fucking hit you with. So all those cassettes bugged you or the CDs bugged you, huh? Oh, I just fucking drove me nuts. I, it just, it just annoyed me. I, I thought like, I get the idea that you want to make a film. I do. And I'm not going to claim like I can do better. Right. Right. But the truth is, if you're going to make this kind it's, of film, it's kind of lazy. Yeah. They follow a lot of the tropes and it's like, Oh, you could have something new, you know, and I'm going to lie. When he put that wolf mask and he wouldn't let him go, that was kind of scary. I was like, Oh, ah. hell no. There was nothing. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I, I was never stressed or anything. And so, scary, uh, probably the scariest was for you was when you paused it, you realized how much mo- more time was left on it. Yeah, exactly. So, there you go. So. Okay. So, all right. Competitors, contestants, good luck trying to fucking figure this one out. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. This is going to be, have fun with it, guys. And this is the last, this last this, game of the season. So, um, the one, of course, the whoever has the most points at the end is going to win. The winner. You know, you got to give it 110%. You gotta be you in might, it. You gotta be in it to win, to it. win it. You might need to give it 112%. This is a team effort. It is a bit, yeah. I, I mean, I know each person calls by themselves and so they're kind of by themselves, but this is a team sport and I couldn't do it without my teammates. And so, um, yeah, I, I will say this. I think the people who typically play it safe, Donaldo, <laughs> You said it's peoples, like, and then you just put single them out. Yeah, uh, dollars across the board. That's going to backfire. You're somebody's going to have to go. Yeah, I think I think Harley or Tony or Fonzo, they're going to give this a waste of time. They're going to. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how safe these guys play it. You know, the the gap. Um, uh, you know, art right now has. 23 points. This, does this sound correct? Art has 23 points. Reed has 19. And Donaldo has... Oh, no. This is an old score sheet. What the wow. fuck? Dude, I'm literally... Wow. This is the last one. Fuck me. Can you even count? Can you, and you're missing a fucking point to Donaldo, too, by the way. Oh, me. you're right. You're right. My mistake. So, Donaldo... Yeah, this is this week. Well, I'm sorry. I'm... My mistake! <laughs> <laughs> The last movie on this sheet is the game. Hidden Hello, figures, no. money train. Okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, well, no, I keep these going back. Are you writing these down? Are you like put them in order? No, I put them in order, but I have. I need, I need all... a picture of this workstation because I know it's got to be fucked. Oh, it's it's a fucking mess. It's yeah, it's it's not pretty. I'm not I'm not organized. That's the Mrs. That's Mrs. Van Elfen over there. All right, so uh, creep. Sorry, I should have done this before the podcast. We did uh, the adjustment. No, I just want this to be so 10 years from now we can look back and we can know, you know. So, um, as of right... trying to stall? Yes. Okay. Yes, of course. So, um, as of right now, Reed is crushing... Crushing it with uh, 18 points. Uh, Art has nine. Donaldo has 13. So if, oh, no, Donaldo has 14. The El Salvadorian's math is good Mm -hmm. for 14 points. 
So, uh, with that said, uh, good times, art, guessed right on all three, and I only gave him three points. So he actually has 11 points on that week. See, I, I think I do this a lot, actually. I don't give people their points. So Art actually has a total of 10 points and not 9 as we speak. Uh, Reed still has 18 and Donaldo has 11. So, um, yeah, we probably need some doubling downs. Um, you know, maybe somebody's smart enough to know that I gave this movie a pile of shit. <laughs> I kind of hinted at it last week. If you all remember, if Tony wasn't sleeping. Yeah, we don't, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's all I like. So, <laughs> so, uh, let's go with, uh, let's go with the leader, right? Um, actually this week I'm going to play him in the order that they came in. All right. There and that go. way we'd have no idea who's coming in first and they, now them announcing themselves is going to pay off. All right. There you go. All right. Here's number one. G'day, bad boys. It's Reed oh, here. There you go. Whoa, 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 whoa. What is going on right here? Trying to do a Texas. Is that what, is that what's happening there? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to change it up? No, sir. Let's play that again, Tony. G'day, ready. bad boys. It's Reed here. Um, so this week, that's certainly some homework for me. Um, Harley, I hope you're, uh, you're, structure that you made to I don't know, sprinkler or whatever it was, I hope that worked well and still standing and uh, MCP, hope your teeth are doing well Right, <laughs> on to this week's uh, homework uh, creep uh, I think Harley is going to enjoy that it's a, a, a remote mountain set, town setting He's going to mm. give this a dollar. I think Tony's going to give it a waste of time. He'll think it's slow and boring and filled with people who live in mountain towns. And I think Fonzo's going to give it a dollar because he likes creepy movies. Hard to the... All right. Bang. He only scored one point. Bang. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, only one bang. bang. 19 points. So at least he didn't fuck it up and like double down on Slater's right. or some shit. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. That would not be good. Right. So he's still, he's still, he's patting his lead. Okay. What's going on, guys? Here we go. Another round. Yes, sir. Um, Fucking Eeyore from El Salvador. Yeah. Hope you guys <laughs> had a good weekend. The, the Eeyore so from El Salvador. Here we go. Uh, these two movies, gosh, I really don't know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> this week seems kind of tough, but here we go. Um, creep. Um, I think Fonzo and Tony are going to give it a dollar and Harley will give it a waste of time. Dingy! Oh, son, you were so close yet so far away. Makes if you get... Douche. If you get zero points, can I take a point away? <laughs> yeah, I feel you're right. I feel you fucked up that bad. If if you're gonna and if you're gonna, plays a sounder, yeah. 
if you're going to come at me for not giving you enough points because I got all three right and I didn't get the bonus point. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, D. Can I take away a point for getting zero points? I say, if they get, I say if they get them all wrong in the last um, game of the season, mm. you, wipe, you wipe all their points off the board. Mm. Start them back at zero. So, yeah. Well, let's see how he does on the Adjustment Bureau because he's True. still... He's still shooting for second place. That's right. <sighs> what up, bad boys? It's your homeboy Art. Last week of the contest, and I am nowhere near winning. So fuck <laughs> it. Whatever. So here we go. This week's homework was brought to you by a creep, any pick creep. And who am I talking <laughs> about? M. Creep Pete. So here we go. Being a look up this movie, because really, what does it matter? So MCP, Mr. Creep himself, he gave it a dollar. Bonzo gave it a dollar. And Harley gave it a waste of time. Mm. Dang. What is going on, fellas? That's Uh, the last game of the season, man, but... Nobody gives... Now, here's the thing. You'd be smart, right? You'd look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Guess what this has on Rotten Tomatoes? 33. 96%. 96%. Now, audience score gives it a 64%. So, you know, whoever the critics are, they're like, you know, critics consensus, a smart oddball take on found footage horror. Creep is clever and well acted enough to keep viewers on the edge of their seats. How is that a smart thing to do to re- read all of that? That wouldn't have helped them at all in getting our opinions. That's my point. It's like, so Rotten Tomatoes doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know what I mean? Right. You know what he means, Tony? Uh, Nope. But I'm moving on. We got actually (laughs) a fourth call coming in. Hey, guys. My name is Angie. I am a new listener for your podcast, and I've been listening for a short while, and I decided to uh, recently support your cause by becoming a patron. And uh, when I was deciding how much to give, I thought, well, you know, a little bit for each of them, maybe. A little bit for Fonzo, a little bit for Tony, and then I cut to Harley, and I was like, ugh. What the fuck is this bitch? (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking back, I'm taking points away already. I don't even know who the fuck she is. <laughs> I'm at me like He's that. Starting I mean, with negative. B word doesn't help either. Your cause too hard. <laughs> uh, he's like, two can play that game. Yeah. Oh, I like it already. <laughs> I actually do. Just the fact that she's, you know, yeah. Willing to be, Plus yeah. Balls are right. yeah. yeah. You got to yeah. give her points for that. No, absolutely. Bitch, you better have my cash. That's right. I was literally having this conversation with Chris. I was like, I'm a feminist, babe. I'm talking to my wife. I'm a oh, feminist. Okay. I, I, I'm, can you, can you be a man feminist? You know, I'm raising all these girls. Like, like I'm a good guy. And then I listen to the podcast, which I don't. I just listen to myself during the podcast. Sure. And I'm like, I'm a huge. Think I'm a horrible human being. I'm a I'm huge a... psycho. Yes, okay. that's a, that's exactly. Like Tony, you're talking to yourself, like you, like you, <laughs> <laughs> your split personality. Like I'm the creep. I should be doing. Yeah, you're the creep. 
You, you got so, a, you got a wolf mask somewhere? Uh, yeah. You see how hairy he is? He don't need a mask. No. Goes the sideburns out and his, his fucking hair. Hairy <laughs> ass chest. He is oh, the wolf man. I am. Okay, so so wow. keep playing, keep playing those. Harley, what do you think? We have a new patron. We have a new competitor now. Who is this? Our is fa- this, fatal four way. Is this Donaldo's cousin or some shit? No. All right. Nothing for Harley. Harley's good at reading the internet and whatnot, but uh, maybe as we go along, I'll I'll shell out a little bit for Harley. But oh, uh, seriously, yeah, uh, I wanted to take a stab at your game. And uh, so here's my picks for the week for Creep. I think Fonzo will, will be the only one that'll buy that for a dollar. Mm. Uh, but for mm. Tony and Harley, I think you might think that is a, a waste of time. And oh, for the wow. adjust- that's close. Ooh. Points on the board? Or did she start negative? <laughs> so it's- uh, yeah. <laughs> well, he is a man feminist, so you might, you know, she- he might. What's this bitch's name again? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Harley, you'd be surprised. You've hung out with this person many times. What? Yeah, she's been to your house. Who is it? Oh, jeez. Well, we're going to have to keep this game going then if you don't know who it is. (laughs) We're going to have to keep the mystery going then. This is fantastic. We've had some pretty crazy people at my house, so I don't know. Thank God you didn't say the B word again. I was going to say it. I'm going to fall off my chair. (laughs) Don't ever change, Harley. Hey, what what do you think about that? Right off the bat, very first time, first entry, and just gets two points. Oh, no, no, you gave it a a, a plus. She got one point, but still. I would give her her a point and a half because, again, you know, it's it's a safe bet that I was going to give it a waste of time. Mm-hmm. I took it one step further with the pile of shit. We don't do that very often. Right. So, uh, whoever she is, she, she obviously has a little bit of insight into us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She knows you, so, yeah. I'm interested. She knows you. She knows uh-huh. your house. It's kind of creepy. Oh, nice. Right. What an appropriate movie. Exactly. Yeah. So, but okay. So guys, Reed from Texas, Art from Cali, <laughs> and Donaldo. Look out. <laughs> There's a new competitor now. And starting next season when everyone starts zero zero, and we've got a new champ tonight. It's a fatal four way now. Now you got another competitor to worry about. So just you know, to keep you guys on your toes if you guys are slacking or you know, and don't be afraid to call her out. Don't be afraid, gentlemen. You know, you guys call everybody else out, let's see. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm down. Yeah, yeah you're fucking you're so nervous, you don't even know. What's going on right now? <laughs> well, because I'm already thinking, like, I was telling Chris, I was like, babe, this game, man, it adds a bunch of time to the podcast. It's like, now you want to add a fourth person? Absolutely. Hey, hey, hey the gracious of the us, keeping us supporting us. Absolutely. No, I, I absolutely hugely appreciate it. Tony, I'm going to need you to confirm that Uh-oh. this is actually a Patreon. Yes, I, I confirmed it. Okay, cool. So, Wait, well, what are you implying? The, the, she, she was a, she was, <laughs> yeah, we was a troll. She was put in to, to just call in and give you shit. Shill. I think they're called shills, but yes, is that, is that a shill, a shill. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, you think we would stoop that low? So, are you that egotistical that we would just take all the time to find somebody just to give I, you shit, sir? I think we're yeah, absolutely. 
you would pay somebody to pay the Patreon just to give shit, you shit. No, I wouldn't so. I I do shit for you. Exactly. You see? <laughs> I would not spend my time on that. Yeah. that. That We have people out in the audience that do that all on their own. I know. That's how much they don't great, like great. You should be thanking them every night, Harley. Thanking them for what? Tony. Saying that Tony or Fonzo is their favorite host and I'm fucking... I'm pretty sure Art just called MCP a creep twice tonight. Yeah, but he did a top 10 on why he hates me so much, so... And you love that. <laughs> you blame them. I'm gonna need to take another break to get more to get more whiskey. Do we do we need a uh, Rotten Tomatoes for Harley? Like an entry? Just, That's not so. good. Just for Harley. How about we How about we leave it to the listeners? How about they rate us <laughs> on tomato sauce? What would you give you go. Mike Lowry, Marcus Burnett, and MCP? Check the yeah, we movie. Go on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Are we certified fresh? Are yeah. we just Out fresh? Of all the tomatoes you throw at us, rotten. what percentage yes. of them are going to be rotten? Yes. And how many would hit Harley in his fat head? Or Fresh. Well, fat head. I have a very narrow, thin head. <laughs> Chet is very good. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy! All right. Uh, okay. No, I'm moving. excited. No, I'm excited. Are you excited? Are you excited to have a, a? We have a female competitor. How about that? You well, being such a newborn feminist, or you know, feminist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. This should be. This should be right up your alley. Yeah. I'm more yeah. of a second wave feminist. Oh, okay. In case y'all wondering, I'm I'm not all about that third wave, but you know. Sure. Well, there you go. Yeah. But what do you think? Is it refreshing to have a a girl competitor? Absolutely. Yeah. Like absolutely. That. No. It's Even if you know, yeah, didn't make fun of you. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, it's kind of my character on the show is is the the one to get made fun of. It's, it's all not good. a character. We, we we all really do hate you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not. We're not um, <laughs> Um, the only reason why I'm on the show is because the ratings kill. I'm like, uh, what's his name from Two and a Half Men? Um, um, I don't watch that show. Yeah, but everybody else in the world did, (laughs) and so did Gangbusters. Even though what's his name was a fucking lunatic. So Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, but but I'm just curious what the guys are gonna say. You know, they're gonna they're gonna tune in. They're gonna listen to this week's episode. Going, whoa, wait a minute. Did you guys hear that? Holy shit! There's somebody else. So she's got one more pick too. So we'll see how she does. Like I said, mm-hmm. you know, she's this is the first entry. I let her, I let a person know in advance that hey, the new season starts next week. Everyone yeah. starts at zero. We will crown a champion tonight. But you know, just know, just knowing that next week everyone starts at zero, it should it should make for a very very exciting new race, now, new competition. But uh, good. Now we're having fun. Thank, thank you, you Arnold. Arnold. Arnold said God bless you, sir. That he sure did. Thank you, sir. So if someone shows a goddamn extra credit, I want to punch them in their fucking face. Well, as long as you watch the movie, I, I goddamn time. I'll take the punch if you actually sat down and watched the movie. Now it's not long either. So, <laughs> did you actually watch the movie or not? I mean, it was on. I was playing Street Fighter on my Switch, but it was on. This fucking cocksucker. That's, I can see stuff. I can see running. I can see Matt Damon's ugly fedora. I did stop every time Emily Blunt was on the screen, though. Oh, that's good because she's in it a lot. So yeah, see. So that that's good. So, <laughs> um, I I saw this movie a long time ago. Okay. Um, it was like early podcast days. Yeah. And uh, 2011. 
So, you know, that's like episode 364 or whatever the fuck. Um, and I, I had fun with it. I enjoyed it. Um, as the years went by, it would pop up and I remember thinking, I like that movie. I enjoyed it. I can't remember a lot about it other than there's this like shadow organization that's changing things. That's basically all I could remember is, is ironically the IMDb. Uh, synopsis. The Adjustment Bureau is a movie starring Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, and Lisa Thorne. The affair between a politician and a contemporary dancer is affected by mysterious forces keeping the lovers apart. Um, so, you know, um, you have Matt Damon, he's a, yeah, um, you have Matt Damon, he's this, uh, sort of, he's running for, I think, Senate at the time. He's very young. Uh, he's a congressman. And he was, I think, the youngest congressman. But he's got some, you know, he's got some human history where he's, you know, done some stupid shit and it's caught on tape because he's a young man. And, you know, uh, he went to college and he punched out. He got in a bar fight or whatever. And so, and um, he, he, it's like love at first sight. He stumbles upon Emily Blunt's character in a bathroom and, and chemistry ensues, basically. And, um, and then all of a sudden, everything around him is sort of like saying, you can't be with this person. And he's like head over heels, cliche after cliche. But, you know, you sort of, you sort of believe it. Or if you, you know, if you're enjoying the movie, you, you believe it. And then, um. That's supposed to mean taking shots at me, motherfucker. No, 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 no. Uh, and then you, you're sort of introduced to very early on, which I think they're smart to do this very early on. They're introduced to the adjustment bureau and their characters and their fedoras, but they don't give them, uh, they don't explain until probably about halfway through kind of who they are. And that part I didn't remember. And when I was rewatching it this time and I watched it with the family, um, I was like, Oh yeah, that's cool. Which is funny because this is totally against what would entertain me traditionally. Like these kind of movies, like if you gave me that plot reveal halfway through it, I'd be like, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Um, but it plays it well. I think for some reason it just works for me and it, it doesn't get, take itself too serious. It's an hour and 45 minutes. You know, it's heavy on this kind of romance, this chemistry between Emily Blunt and Matt Damon. If that doesn't work for you, then it's a full-on waste of time. Um, there's some, you know, stressful elements. There's some running around. There's some interesting, that plot, I think, for me, for some reason, worked. Um, and so I just fucking ninja kicked the microphone. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and so I had a lot of fun with this movie um, the second time around. And, um, I, I find myself being just a fan of Matt Damon. I think he's a really talented actor. Um, I think this is probably a relatively easy character for him to pull off. Young, charismatic politician, you know. Um, I don't, I think he might have a tendency to pick roles that don't exactly challenge him. So I, I, from a, Hollywood standpoint, I will kind of take points away from him for that standpoint. This is kind of easy for him. You know, a lot of the kind of stuff for him is kind of easy. 
but neither here nor there. Uh, Emily Blunt is very good. Um, I'm at the very, very beginning. I'm slightly like, wait a second. Is she trying to mask her British accent or is she trying to be British? Like, you know, uh, I think Damon does most of the talking, I think, throughout the film and she's sort of just pretty to look at kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, I enjoyed this movie. I had, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, the kids, the kids enjoyed it. Um, kids watched it with you. Yeah, yeah, we watched it. It's PG thirteen. Wow. It's easy. They they enjoyed it. Um, and Chris Chris had fun with it too. Again, it's not overly long, you know, and so um, it doesn't take its it doesn't take itself too serious considering the subject matter. You know, I don't want to go into spoiler territory. Although, you know, I guess we could if we wanted to. So seven point one on IMDb, two thousand eleven. So, um. But yeah, I'm I'm I am genuinely curious what you two have to say. Tony. Um so uh, yeah, I, I remember starting watching this a long time ago, but I totally forgot about the twist. I totally forgot about all the 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 bureau and all that stuff. So for me it felt like a a, a new watch, you know, first time first time through. Um it seems it, it's a classic, you know, boy meets girl, then does everything yeah. to not lose the girl. And it's wrapped in the whole, um, bureau side of things where, you know, the, the, the mysterious forces thing. And I was like, Oh, that's a, you, yes, that's an interesting take on that side of things. And I'm, and, uh, I, I think that, and like, like, like Harley said, they introduced it early so that it wasn't, you know, you weren't just blindsided by it later. And I think that, 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 made it better i I made it entertaining for me and i was i was interested the whole way through for sure um i was buying their chemistry um and anything that i wasn't buying it was explained away by the mysterious forces thing and i Mm. totally i was i was cool with it i was like yep that's i'm i'm fine that's that's i'm okay that that's fine so i was i it let me just you know, enjoy it and, and watch it without it being pulled out of the movie too much. So. Tony Alfonso. Yes. The big, the big, we don't know. What did you think? <sighs> Where did I begin? Where did I begin? You have me stare at Matt Damon's stupid face for fucking. He's in the movie for the hour and it's a runtime of an hour and forty six minutes. He's in it for an hour and forty seven. Does minutes. he have? Does he not have the most punchable face you've ever seen? Just because he doesn't like your fucking Lakers, get over no, it. No, he doesn't. know. does. What? No, like, like you, you said it yourself, he doesn't. He doesn't. You know, have to try different roles, right? What is it? You know, that has nothing to do with his face. I hardly whatever you know what fuck this waste of time I don't want to I don't even want to talk about it I don't don't like it there you go (laughs) you want to know what I thought that's what I thought there you go boom I was bored I was a little bored you know I saw hey I know that dude I've seen him in uh you were in uh you were in Mad Men you know hey there's Sean Stewart you know but whatever you know everyone's running around stupid fedoras those are dumb (laughs) I get Emily Blunt it's not enough. Not enough for me. And I was getting pissed in Street Fighter, so I probably didn't help. I was getting mad. So it was making <sighs> me more mad. <laughs> this is a new this is a new version of, of Tony programming. 
This is this is PlayStationing. <laughs> no Nintendo Switch. Get it right. Oh, all right. Sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to fucking Adukin, Matt Damon's stupid face. Oh, no, okay. I, I honestly gave it a shot, dude. I just look the the the, the it's romance sci fi thriller. That's not my job. Like, why is that a thing? That's a why you know I don't know. Gotta mesh them all together. I I guess sure whatever, but. It's not this. I would have never rented this in the, the like, if I went to like the video store. Never crossed my mind. You know what I mean? You could. It's a hard me. sell. It's a hard yeah. sell. It's based on a Philip K. Dick short. But he did Total Recall, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, he's right. done a bunch of stuff. Right, right. But I mean, that's like that Total Recall. I really enjoy. But you know, maybe if it had Arnold in this, you know, Arnold. And, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Matt Damon's character. Switch, <laughs> switch their roles. Arnold makes everything better. If you had Arnold running around, I would have probably enjoyed it. I was waiting for dinosaurs to come out. I'm just—I guess I was just just wanting to see Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom this weekend. So it's kind of upset there's no dinosaurs, especially they kept running. You know, I was expecting a rapper. This motherfucker didn't watch it. There's a lot of running. Harley, Harley, Harley. Alfonso didn't watch it. I was guaranteed you didn't watch it. Oh, I watched it. Trust me. Like I said, I was talking about the movie. You've talked about everything else, but the movie. How many times have you programmed and said you watched the movie, and you still make me talk about the damn movie? I mean, what do you want me to say? Like what? The acting was great. Cinematography was wonderful. What do you want me to say? I didn't enjoy it. You know uh, what? What, all what right. can I say? Uh, we can't. We can't tie him down. <laughs> yeah, but from that, hey, if you can say that you just enjoy a movie and not talk shit about the movie, then cool. Because I can do that from now on. I sure. like it. I don't like it. That's all I got. Fine. Love no it. Stop. No one's stopping you. <laughs> if uh, let me, so I, I mean, if, I'll if, say if I really enjoy, I would go off and talk about it forever, right? But if I hate some, why would I? What am I going to dog about it? I mean, what do you want me to say? You know, I've, it's, I've, like, see, I, I, it's just boring. It was boring. I have you know? disliked I movies. I have disliked movies that you loved, and you were like angry at me. You were like, you were like grilling me as to what I didn't like about the movie. And I was like, I don't know. It just seemed boring. It just didn't, you know, the character, whatever. I just didn't feel it. And you were like pissed off at me. You're like, what the fuck? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This is a full on Slater and you are a horrible movie reviewer. Yeah. That was like 2017 or something. That was like a year, two couple years ago. That's, you know, that's an like last mission impossible. Film. It might have been last week too. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, no shit, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, whatever. Yeah, you know, dude. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, it, to, I'll say it, to be honest, it was, you know, it, it didn't have a chance to begin with anyways. You know what I mean? That, that's my point. If, it, I mean, it could, if it would have won me over, then I would have been, hey, I would have, I would have eaten crawled, but hey, it's not bad. This is not bad Matt Damon movie, you know? But I just didn't, I didn't, they were chasing around, they were running around, oh, the Statue of Liberty, Emily Blunt stops and looks and we're running around some more. And, but then they have these cute moments of them sitting there talking. I mean, I did enjoy, like, that part I like when they're talking and sitting there. She's playing with them. She takes his phone, you know, throws it in the, in the cup of coffee, you know, whatever. And then I like Anthony Mackie's when he shows up. I'm like, hey, cool. Anthony Mackie. He's, he's like, so, so yeah, he's very good in it. He gets, he gets quite a bit of, of, uh, performance time, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He probably gets more dialogue than Emily Blunt does. Yeah. And, uh, I think he's great in it. I, I think it shows how he, he, it's for him for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I applaud him. I think he did a great job. Um, I think all the performances are really good. Um, the guy from, uh, Mad Men you were talking about, I can't think of his name now. Um, 
what is it? John Slattery. Yeah. He's, he's really great. good in it. Um, the German guy who plays the hammer or whatever the fuck his name is in the film. He's really good. Um, Matt Damon's, uh, sidekick, Michael Kelly. Everybody kind of recognizes a ton of these actors, but you know, can't place like what they're famous for. Right. But Michael Kelly's really good in it. I just remember that dude from the Dawn of the Dead remake. He's a pro. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's but he's a talented guy. actor because he's really good in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you see I, him pop up in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen him be the prick before. Um, he's in Taboo, the television show. Mm hmm. The Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy, yeah. fucking Tom yeah. Hardy, excuse me. <laughs> Matt, Matt Hardy, the wrestler. Like, yeah, oh, Hardy Boys. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was in House of Cards for a uh, too. Um, but anyway, talented actor. He's good in this sporting role, obviously. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of knew this when, when I picked it. I kind of picked it, to be honest with you, I picked it as extra credit for myself. Yeah, that's good. That's I, all good. Yeah, that's fine. Again. So, well, Ponza, uh, what did what did you think about the you know the adjustment fantasy sci fi side of things like that? It was weird that when they take. you know they go in there and everyone's frozen. I was like, okay, this is interesting. You know, um, I don't know. I was just getting upset playing Street Fighter. I kind of was like, I had to keep rewinding. I was getting so annoyed to rewind and keep watching it. You know, so at one point I just let it go. I'm just like, I don't really. What did, what did you, I guess, I guess we can go ahead and kind of, I'll I'll use one word spoiler. What did you think of the religious implications? Did that annoy you or were you like indifferent at that point? Cause I I guess it's halfway through the film and at that point you're kind of already sold or unsold. Like, you know, I raised that question to both of you. What did you, cause that was the kind of thing that typically I would be annoyed with. You know what I mean? It's it's a tough it's tough, but um, from a filmmaking standpoint, it's tough to introduce that element because it opens up a can of worms. Like, well, what do we do now? If if this, if they're this, saying that the bureau was around forever, like a long time ago. Well, no, the the fact that the bureau is but, again see, a religious, you know, sort I think of Fonzo basis. missed that. I think he was getting his ass kicked in street fighter so much that he missed that connection okay so tony what did you think about that i I was okay with it that's i think that's what i was i was trying to say earlier is that it's a unique twist i I like that take or that it adds a complication to that typical boy meets girl storyline that i was okay with it was it was it was kind of cool because in 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 most of the boy meets girl stories you're like Oh, really? Just it happens to be that they happen to meet up at that one corner because of this, and yeah. and this kind of kind of allows that to be explained. And I'm like, that's that, okay. I'm all right with that. So for me, it was good. It it entertained me to have it in there. Yeah, the thing for me, the big picture that this does address, and again, it doesn't hammer at home. It doesn't spend too much time on it. You know, you could have addressed it more. Is the you know is your future set? Right. Or fate. do you, can you make it up as we go? And my favorite movie of all time addresses this concept is fate, what you make of it, or right. is judgment day going to happen? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or can we change the future by the decisions we make right now? Fate is what you make of it. Um, 
it's it's one of the great i think sort of plot lines in 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 movies is is do you have control over your destiny and this movie addresses that and i think it does a a good job it it balances a very a very fine tightrope yeah and it it could be very easy to fuck it up and feel the movie is forcing is is too, too heavy handed et cetera et cetera you know this did pretty well critically it got like a seventy something percent on Rotten Tomatoes it did fairly well financially the director George Nolfi essentially disappeared from Hollywood he hasn't directed anything since basically he's more of a writer or screenplay um but it, it's it's interesting that aspect of it but um. I like that take and it it addresses it but it's not too heavy-handed like I said right. and um and it also it, addresses more than just singular fate it addresses the cross of two paths and how the fate of each path affects the other one the you know butterfly I mean? like, effect right and right and you have to make decisions yeah. not just based on your own path but on how it affects the other person's path too exactly so that was cool yeah and how does it manage to do all that be sort of a romantic drama with a sprinkling of comedy here and there, like Tony or Fonzo, you brought up the coffee, the cell phone, like that. These are incredibly charming moments between these two talented actors that I think helps build this romance. That's what's believable because what's, you know, what's at stake, so to speak. And, um, and so, but it never tries to be more than a fun hour and 45 minute, you know, sort of yeah. romp. It, it doesn't, it's not setting it up for big stupid sequels. It's, you know what I mean? And so sure. I can see why the, 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 the filmmakers, the actors were interested. It's tough one to sell from a, from, um, um, from a trailer standpoint. You know what I mean? Cause there's this mm-hmm. mystery aspect to the film. And so I can see why they didn't throw a lot of money at it. It was a cheap film. It was like $50 million. Um, and so it's, it's tough to sell in that regards. But, um, this is a, I'll be honest. This is a borderline slider for me. Um, I would happily watch this again. Um, you know, maybe if it had developed some of these more difficult plot lines a little bit more, I would consider it a slider. Um, it's a it's a super high dollar. If you're a fan of Matt Damon, if you're a fan of Emily Blunt, Tafonzo, you're fucked because you're a fan of one, but you despise <laughs> right. the other, and so you're back down to zero points. So, um, so that's a tough sell for Fonzo. But um, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I'd happily watch it again. Um, so it gets it gets a dollar and a half from me for sure. I'd buy that for a dollar. I agree. It gets a dollar from me. I'd buy that for a dollar. And Fonzo, did you say waste? Point break. That would be a waste of time. Let's see what our competitors had to say. Mm. The adjustment bureau. I think Harley's going to give this a dollar because it's just fine. (laughs) Um, I think Tony's going to give it a dollar because... He likes dancers. Hey, all right. Uh, Is she a ballet dancer? I can't remember. And 
I think Fonta's going to rewatch this and he's going to realise that maybe it's not as bad and Matt Damon isn't as bad as he thought. Nope. That's just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you knew me, Reed. He's going to help himself and he's going to give it a waste of time. Oh, oh, nice. oh right. Reed. Look at that. You do know me. <laughs> Have a good Reed, show. Hopefully, so, uh, Donaldo doesn't get too close to me with dollars all around. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Bad boys for life. Bad boys for life, indeed, Reed. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Huge, Reed. He just got three points mm-hmm. with a bonus point of the El Salvadorian one for a grand total of four points. Add that to 19. And if my honky math is correct, that is a grand total of 23 points for this this round of the bad boys who gave what. Well, it's what? the last round, right? That's final score. This is it. That's his final score. That's 23 points. Yeah. All right. Which I and no, think... no one has a chance of beating, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, because there's no Slater, so you can't double down on anything. So. Right. So you're you're you all are playing for second place, and whoever the other girl is, she's yeah, she, whatever. She's getting her feet wet. She's getting her feet wet. She's crazy. yeah, no, absolutely, it's good, it's good. Yeah. Um, the adjustment burrow can never say that burrow? word, but anyways, it's not a <laughs> fucking donkey, yo. <laughs> See, I would like that movie, the adjustment burrow. <laughs> Fonzo most definitely give it a waste of time. <laughs> Tony would get a waste of time. And Harley would give it a dollar. So yeah, those are my picks and uh Yeah. Bad boys for life. Bad boys for life, D. So he only got one point, right? He knew he knew he wasn't. He's gotta relinquish the title. He knows. Yeah. I mean you could hear it in his like, voice. You can like, hear it in his yeah. voice. He he's not defeated. He's only got 12 points. He He's got two points, all... right? He only got one. He said you gave it a waste of time. Right, but didn't he say you gave it a dollar? Yeah, so you get one point. Oh, wait. And he said right. Fonzo Jesus gave it a waste Christ. of time. What the hell, man? All what I do doing? is try to fuck what over him. Seriously. See, you see what he's doing to you, D? You need to call him out again on Messenger, on the calls, every time. He's trying to screw you over. I don't know what the hell's going on. You don't refer you as a champ anymore? I mean, it's fucking disrespectful. I'm sorry. Donaldo, you are the champion. Or you were. As we speak, <laughs> you are not the champion anymore. Yeah. You were, now, that you lo- now that he loses the title, you're going to start referring. Oh, you, never mind. You're the former you, champion. Now. You are 10 points shy of the champion this, this, uh, six weeks round. This was a slaughtering. Um, go. I'm going to pull up, I'm going to pull up last week's. 19, 26, 23. So the winner only had seven points more than the loser. Um, yeah. Um, Dang. yeah. So, oh, I'm, I'm curious though. What it was art? How, how was art doing? And, and truth is, even if art gets negative points, his calls are always entertaining. So extra credit was bought by the adjustment bureau by Fonzo and. No, nope, not hates me. Matt Damon. I forget. I'm pissed off right now. I've been working all day building this pull-up bar that is going to show you guys here soon enough. But anyways, MC, I'm going to say Carly, waste of time. 
Fonzo dollar and P dollar. So those are my picks. Damn, I Ari, you must have been hanging out the sun all day, man. You, <laughs> your brain, your brain's I got fried, me right. homie. Wow. Not your best outing, homie. No. Well, got, he matched my he, dollar. He got he's, my he's, dollar. he's upset. He's building pillow bars. He heard him. You heard him. He's upset. He oh, he's got mindset. he's got a whole another like thirty seconds of audio here, so oh, okay. He'll let. Oh. I think he's gonna let us know. Okay. How upset he is. It's horrible. I need to get back in form. Back in winning shape. Can like the model keep talking all that shit? Surprise, surprise! He's been silent. He's been humble. Reed kind of <laughs> blew us both out of the water early. So that's it. Really, you guys are fucking uh, doing awesome with your awesome radio interview thing. That was fucking jeez. Uh, I don't know. You guys, you guys are living the life. Take care, guys, and looking forward to the next contest. And keep up the good shows. Thank you, Art. That's it, Art. Keep you know, keep spreading something, man. Until new season, everyone starts zero zero. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him bonus two points, okay. which brings him up to thirteen, which ties him for second place. Oh, that's a beautiful oh. thing. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. That because because that won't piss off Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna fucking tie with me? Fuck that. <laughs> what is that in third place? Sorry. Hey, then all it's not up to me. It's Harley. He's got the point. So yep. I know he does what he wants. He's the point master. Point all right, master. here we go with Angie. Bureau. I think you guys are all like that, and uh, buy that one for a dollar. But uh, looking forward to hearing the next cast, and uh, you guys keep up the good work. Oh, she went for the dollars all around. Awesome. She played it safe. She, yeah. Jesus Christ. What is she, fucking chickens over there with all that noise going on in the background? Oh, you wish. <laughs> the chicken phone. A woman, a woman after my own, uh, <laughs> my own cluck. <laughs> Cluckety cluck. Uh, what does Joey say? Eyes of a feather. What does he say? <laughs> He's talking about Mickey Mouse. He's like, in oh. the future. <laughs> yeah. So she, she said dollars all around, right? Right. Yep. Right. So that's two points. That's more than fucking half of the contestants. That's what I'm saying. See, so she had what one last one and two in this one. Yeah, that's that's see, it's, 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 it's not a bad start. It's a very, very good start. No, She's, absolutely. Obviously, knows the rules of the game, knows how to play. You get bonus points for making fun of Harley easily. <laughs> no problem there. So no, that no, no. I think you're mistaken. She loses bonus points for making fun of me because I'm the one keeping score, bitch. You can't even keep score, motherfucker. How about that? Well, that's how, that's how you got. You're bringing up points from like two weeks ago in your piece of paper. That you that's got all why you gotta be careful. Cause he can't you keep gotta score. Be nice. You gotta kiss my ass because. We gotta double, triple check your fucking work. You got a bunch oh. of red marks on your piece of paper. Unbelievable. Well, there you go. So now, like I said, fatal four way. We got a new contestant. It was, it was like a pay per view event, right? Making the cam, making the, you know how they oh, always yeah. did that on wrestling, remember? Yeah, yeah. They have they a big pay-per-view, and then boom, out of nowhere, comes out of the crowd, kicks a person, out. he's like, holy shit, it's fucking such and such. He, what? He runs by the, and throws a, a chair in the ring or something. Hit him with the chair, yeah, they're down, the bell's ringing, they stand in the middle of the ring, like, oh, I'm here, motherfucker. Everyone's like, freaking out, like, oh shit, can't believe it. And Harley still doesn't know who it is. Nope. <laughs> Not a clue, that boy didn't sound familiar at all, huh? Nope. A name doesn't ring a bell. Nope. Man, Harley, you must have had a lot of girls coming in and out of your house. You don't even remember. Fucking return of the Mac. <laughs> return of the Mac. Yeah, right here. I, I, I just crush a lot. <laughs> wow. 
You need to put a know. face to the name. You need to put a face to the I name. Did? Okay. Maybe later. I'll tell you. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry, Angie. It's been a long time. I've had a few whiskey and cokes between now and then. And, uh, yeah, a few kids and wives and homes and stupid Cujo dogs and shit. So, but I'm sure I'll remember once I see a face to the name. So there you go. Yeah. Has Tony ever met said person? Tony? Well, I don't know how much of a hint you want to give. Yes. Oh. There you go. Mm. He said, he said yeah. yes. Yes. Right. That helped. That helped. I'm clueless, but, but yeah. <laughs> okay. right. Perfect. Tony, that was a fucking Bond villain laugh. <laughs> It really was. Uh, that's <laughs> funny. I've, been, I've, I've actually been practicing that laugh because one of, one of uh, our friends, they all like, uh, hey, um, do that, do that evil laugh you and Laney do. We're like, what? What are you talking about? So apparently we do this evil laugh all the time. No not way. necessarily at the same it. time. Like that, that laugh that I just did. Apparently yeah. I've been doing that for a while. And they heard me do it somewhere. And then they heard Laney do it somewhere. Like, holy shit, they both do the same evil laugh. That's why, that's why we're married, I guess. Well, there you go. There nice. you go. Yeah, two peas in a pod. Now we see. Now, now I want to make him laugh. I want to see if he want to hear it now. <laughs> oh, uh, so, Fonzo, you got the homework? Yeah, I got a homework. Yeah, I don't. It's this one came out. It came in the theater. And it came and went. And then, mm. and then we, you know, I, I'm a big fan of the first one. Love the soundtrack. So I'm not. I'm not. I don't know why we never rushed to see the second one. You know, and we love. uh Mark Renton, I love his um narration, you know, choose life, choose a career. And it's directed by Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle, Boyle? Spotting, you know. Yeah. Don't like the title T2 because that belongs to Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. So, I mean, that's, it might hurt a little bit. So, an hour and 57 minutes, drama. But train spotting too, man. I think the problem is it didn't do well. Is that Critically, it? Got a 7.2 on IMDb, which isn't bad, but. But everyone returns, great. everyone returns though. Yeah, you get all the characters. I, you know, I think the first one sort of, you know, between the score and the soundtrack per se, and um, just sort of the the magic. The, the movie was greater than the sum of its parts. I think. Oh, I like the first one a lot. Yeah, yeah, we all do. So, <laughs> but yeah, I'm all about it. Okay. All right. So for extra credit, also- for extra credit. Uh, so, sorry. So for homework, it is T two train spotting. Yes, right. Extra credit. Uh, was poking around and I saw the cover of this, and I was like, I gotta sign this. Hot shots part two. Part oh, two. Jesus oh, Christ! Look at <laughs> <laughs> Harley. He's already fucking. Up. Yeah, you mentioned Charlie Sheen earlier, motherfucker. And you mentioned oh, Harley Sheen, so it just yeah. works. He totally did. He sure did. Uh, we just watched the first one. Yeah, so why not finish the finish the the trilogy? Not the trilogy, but you know the double G. The next, uh, the next one, the double G. <laughs> Would you say the double G? <laughs> yeah, the double G. This is B-O double G. You gotta finish it. Yeah, Hot Shots Part Two. The deal. Remember Part Two, huh? Rambo parody in which Topper Harley leads a rescue team into Iraq to save Iraq war prisoners and all their previous rescue teams. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm down. 
whatever. I can watch it with the kids. Like that's my thing. Yeah. And I sit down and watch a family movie. Certainly can't do train spotting too with uh, the kids. So, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Hey, Centipede, what's wrong with train spotting? Uh, wasn't the second train spotting movie supposed to be originally called Porno? I have no idea. I'm you guys remember that? Really? I, I think, yeah. Is I think originally it was, yeah, like, like the developmental title or something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll pull up the trivia or something because I, I think they originally called this just. What's it? While announcing the sequel in an interview, director Danny Boyle joked that he wanted to call it T2. If James Cameron would allow it, whose film Terminator 2 is commonly abbreviated as T2. The cast later explained that the title was the one they thought the characters in the movie would have chosen just so they could annoy Cameron. Since Terminator 2 isn't legally known as T2, Boyle could use the title without permission. However, he settled for T2 train spotting because the internet is such. The internet search term T2 will lead mostly to the sites affiliated with Terminator 2. <laughs> and then my trivia is, although Irvine Welsh wrote a follow-up to his novel Train Spotting in 2002 called Porno, this movie follow-up is actually only very loosely based on porno. It is mostly an original story, which includes some unused parts of the Train Spotting novel and some elements from porno. That being said, during pre-production, this film was titled Porno. So, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Boom. Cool. So, right on, right on. Interesting uh, movie <laughs> combo. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. We're starting off the next season. With Two nine. sequels. So, did you crown yeah. Reed? Did you give him a freaking nice ceremony? What's going on? Dude, I... I felt like you just right. kind of just brushed it off. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, Reed, congratulations. You are the Macho Man theme, Tony. Come on. Let's give it to him. Uh, okay. <laughs> Come on, Harley. Give the speech. Oh, yeah! Oh, Whoa. yeah! Oh, it's not the whole thing. That wasn't it, but all right. Oh, yeah! Just... Oh. <laughs> I tried. I tried right. to. There you go. That I'll, was it. I'll... I'll say this. Reed is uh, very humble. I applaud that. I like humble. Yeah. There you go. Play that in the background. Go ahead, Harley. I I do need Reed to, to step up the the excitement. I need I need some shit talking. I need maybe a racist comment here or there. Maybe that's just my own self interest. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. What What are you trying to? I need, I need. You're trying to have him join your army? What's going on? This I is. Need, really weird. I need him to take some shots at at the competition. He um, just did. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Art said, he took a commanding lead at the beginning, uh-huh. and didn't look back, and just kept on putting up numbers week after week after week. So. Um, you, want to, you want him to cut a promo on everybody? Is what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Art really tries to come with the Thunder every week. As a champion. Yeah. Well, I think all three of them have won, have won the championship now. So yeah, maybe, maybe, gotta worry about. maybe it's time for them to pass the torch to, to uh, the female. Uh, What's her name? Our patron? Our new, our new patron? Angie. Angie. That's her go. name. You wrote it down, didn't you? No. So you wouldn't forget. What is Fonzo? Tony, you got like some fucking classical sh- music going on in the background. Yeah, what's what's my theme in the background? Yeah, that's all you. This is uh, a ceremony. You give him read his, his title. Oh, so if read, if I had a windbreaker, I'd send it to you. 
That's uh, it. I thought you were trying yeah, to time it. <laughs> right. Ray, congratulations, sir. You're the new champion. You destroyed everyone this time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what Harley's doing. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Harley's lack of energy. He tells you to come with energy in his fucking... Uh, so, Reed, you know, maybe you should come, you know, do this and that. Where's your excitement? I don't have to be excited. But you're drinking vodka. I'm sure you're, you're a little lit right oh, now. You can, you whiskey. Can excitement. whiskey. Whiskey. Don't get it twisted. Okay. You're getting twisted. Dog bird. Bird dog whiskey. <laughs> It's called dog bird, bird dog whiskey. It's called bird dog whiskey. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yes. Go. Congratulations, Reed. You're the new champion. Donaldo, you were a good champion for a while, but now you got a relinquished title. Men Reed's a new champ all the way from New Zealand. Coming through. Bad boys for life. Watch out. Cause Reed, dude, all of a sudden, you know, he's playing a little low key, you know, it's like, ah, oh, I'm not, I'm in a little rough pat. It's like he went in the ring. He went in, he just had a montage. We just hitting the bag. You know, carrying a big log up the snow hill, like fucking pulling trucks. Like, dude, this guy was a monster. He was a beast. So you got to look out for Reed, man. He's a champ, you know? So even though he's got a weird Texas accent, I don't know where that's from, but I don't know where that's coming from. But like Reed's evil twin brother, Steed or something. But, uh, <laughs> Steed. I'd, I'd, um, I'd be curious to see if he can come up with any other accent than just the southern one. That'd be great. I would give bonus points to any other accents. I will put that out there right now. If you can do your, that's it. This goes to D, D uh, Art, Angie. If you can do your entire call in an accent, I, even if it's a really, really shitty accent. But they do, right? Then all has the El Salvadorian accent. That does, or it's got an accent from LA. What? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in California has an accent from LA. Um, I will give you bonus points if you can do in a non-native accent. Alright. Well, Harley, how's your weekend? Weekend was good. Um, uh, I guess Reed was slightly confused and fair enough. The, the, the contraption I built was a mister made out of PVC pipe. So, um, I, I, I like Legos. I put all these pieces, I glued all these pieces of PVC pipe on one end. I hooked up a hose and all the other ends are plugged up. And then I drilled some holes and tapped some holes for some mister nozzles. And so I have a big mister. That mists are, uh, can I say mist one more time? I feel like that's good podcast material. Mist. Please do so. And, uh, so it's a mister. So, um, homemade mister. It works very well. If you sit directly under it, you'll get wet. I mean, I guess a sprinkler would do the same thing. <laughs> but if there's a breeze, then, uh, the water is light and it's very nice. So. Um, yeah, it was like a little project I wanted to do. Me and Mazzy did it over, um, kind of during the weekday. But since you're confused as to, then again, fair enough. I wasn't quite clear. Um, I had a, uh, we had a nice, nice yesterday. Um, I got to go on a motorcycle ride, 250 miles in one day. Did two, 200, actually it was like 253. Yeah. Really nice ride up through the mountains and back. Um, and then there was a free concert at the park, um, 
down the street here in Lake Shastina. And, uh, so a bunch of Chris's coworkers showed up. So we all hung out there, had a nice time with Chris's coworkers from COS, the community college. And, uh, yeah, it's just nice, nice weekend. It's hot. It's been really warm. And, um, uh, yeah, I think that's, I don't think I got much else. Uh, today didn't do much. Uh, like I said, it's been hot. So we're running the air conditioners, you know, we've got all the blinds closed. So, um, yeah. So, but yeah. Read that's a mister. There you go. Right on the case. You didn't know. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Right on. So yeah. So uh, the week before, I had uh, gone to that Lionheart Blu-ray signing, and got um in touch with uh, uh, Mohammed Kissy who plays Song Po, um, and kickboxer. Mm-hmm. They at the end of the whole signing, you know, got started talking. Was like, hey, you know, I'd like to work with you guys. You know, it's a YouTube stuff. You know, maybe we can. Um, maybe do something I'm like, all right, cool. So I had, you know, he kept hitting me up earlier in the week. I told him, Hey, can we do an interview for the podcast? He was like, sure. He's like, Hey, I got a radio interview on Saturday. You want, you want to come down? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? That's cool. Thanks. So invited me down there and, um, and then I hit up MCP, asked him what he was doing on Saturday. He's doing nothing. I'm like, let's go. Motherfucker MCP roll through. And I just had a good old time. It was like old, old time, man. Fucking mm-hmm. tricking around on the way there. Um, messing around with fucking Google, <laughs> Google's phone. <laughs> and, uh, so we got to the radio station. It was like Gorilla Radio Man. There's like, they, we got there super early. It told us to get there early. They get there late. <laughs> uh, we're setting everything up, you know, mad dash. And, uh, right. Like, well, they had a minute left before they went live, right, Tony? Oh, man. Yeah. We were like oh, helping yeah. them set up they, they, they were kind backgrounds of and stuff. And yeah. 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 And it was wild because it was going from two to four. So it was, it was, it was, you know, pretty lengthy show. Um, they played, they maybe played only like two, three songs, right? And one of them they straight cut off. Did you notice that, Tony? Oh, no. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, but Muhammad's just a great storyteller. He's an ambassador. You know, they're preaching, uh, save the children. You know, they're really big about, um, enforcing, you know, stop bullying in, in school and, uh, and, um, having drug free, you know, schools and just, you know, preaching just, you know, a really good cause all around. So it's just funny that one of like Van Damme's most, um, evil, most evil, you know, badass villains is just, just, you know, genuine nice guy. So, um, yeah, so that was fun after that, after the radio show, we're like, Hey, can you, we do a pod, you know, um, and we got a sounder from right, Tony. Uh, We got to play in the beginning, didn't we? What's that? We got the sounder from, we forgot to get it in the beginning, right? Uh, I was saving it for the the podcast where we play it. I I was going to release his interview as a separate podcast. Perfect. And, uh, you'll be able to hear it there. Perfect. Right yes. So, yeah. How long was that interview? You say, Tony? It's an hour. Uh, oh, it was an hour? Yes. Was that the for an hour? Are you yes. shitting me? No. Nope. Holy shit! Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't. Really, wow. No wonder it was so late when we were leaving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go, people. We have an hour with content. You know, and we asked him some stories from you know kickboxers, other movies. He's got a great story about Muhammad Ali. Oh. Um, that's what, right, Tony? Well, what else? Yeah. And, uh, he has a ton of, yeah. he has a ton of stories. He's filled yeah, he's with got, yeah. He's got a ton of stories. So yeah. if you got an hour, uh, you know, time to spare, you know, you, I know you guys a lot, I know a lot of you guys listen to a lot of podcasts, but if you spare one hour or even just break it up, you know, during the work day or something, it's a really, it's a really good listen. Um, Tony's going to do a good job of editing and putting it together and putting it for you guys. Um, but yeah, it was so cool to meet him and talk to him. And it's just crazy. Like 
growing up watching Van Damme movies as a kid, you know, and I see him fucking hanging out with Tong Po. It's fucking, it's kind of mind blowing. It's kind of surreal. So it's neat. It's, yeah, it's really neat. So, you know, I'm just, you know, try to put out there for the podcast, you know, present. I mean, I recorded the radio show for my YouTube channel. So if you want to watch that interview, that's on my YouTube channel already. Um, Fonzo 13. And, uh, if you haven't subscribed, you know, go ahead and subscribe. But, you know, Bad Boys Podcast, it's where it all started. It's where it's at. So I wanted to get cool. an interview for us for there. So, um, cool. I was going to record that too, but I was like, ah, oh, we've already recorded enough. Like, I think just audio or, you know, we, we're, we're strictly audio. So let's keep it audio. Um, but yeah, it was nice to do that. And today was chill. Today's Sunday. Today's technology day. Kids get their iPads and they can chill and, uh, they can play with their switch and hang out. But actually, they're actually sleeping over for the first time next door. So oh, cool. Chris had sleep over at his friend's house with Reverend Reagan. This, I believe this is the first time. So mm. I know I don't think Amy has too much anxiety because they're right next door. <laughs> but if they're a little further, she might have a problem. But yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of weird having no kids, <laughs> even though they're right next door. Um, but uh, yeah, I can see Tony's turtles uh, this morning. They're really cute. They're really cool. This is still something about just sitting there and watching them. It's, it's, right. it's kind of relaxing. It's really chill. Um, they're really cute. Like I said, one of them pushed the log. It's like, get out of my way. And, uh, I just kept thinking, like, man, how fucking cool would it be? Like Tony said, have a goddamn, uh, ooze canister on yeah. the bottom. Yeah. And of course, it'd be even better at night. It just glows. It glows, Come right? Oh, right? So awesome. Imagine them swimming around and just, glow. oh, it's just, it's just, it's fucking what nerdy guys talk about. That's what we do. <laughs> we just will never grow up. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is one of our favorite movies of all time. It's certified. No. So it's got to be a, a bad boy certified. It's got to yeah, be for sure. Um, yeah, so. Certified Slater. So it's the fact that we'll talk, you know, we'll always have love for that movie. There's, you know what I mean? It's like you watch it, like you're old, even when you're only going, yeah, I just don't like it anymore. It's like never, like just, it feels like that'll never happen to them. You know what I mean? Um, with that movie. So Tony, uh, Harley had bed sheets as a kid. Cool. I had, I had Ninja Turtles teachers in junior high and junior high. You're supposed to like be cool and dress cool. And you're supposed to like, you know, become the person, I don't know, like, everyone's like dressing, you know what I mean? As you know how it was like, just, you're, you're not in elementary school anymore, right? You're, you're, you're trying to represent yourself. And I'm, and I was like, my cousin, I remember, I strictly remember this, like, we went to, we went to go shopping and remember those like button up shirts that were like, kind of like, with those weird designs. I want to call them like the rock t-shirts, you know, they were just big, like Parker Lewis can't lose. You remember that TV show? I meant Parker yeah. Lewis, he always had those button up shirts. They were like really nice shirts. My cousin was like, hey, here's some two shirts. You got to wear these. And I'm like, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I'm not feeling these. I don't like these. She's like, hey, maybe we should just get two. I'm like, all right. So what do you want? I saw these two Ninja Turtles shirts. I was like, I like this one. I like that one. One of them had all four turtles on them. And one had this. And I remember being self-conscious about it wearing it, you know? Now everywhere you fucking go, it's fucking geek t-shirt this, geek t-shirt that. It's everything is pop culture. Everything is like geek culture. And it's just like, huh. And it's like. Totally accepted now, you know. But in junior high, it was just like it was frowned upon. Cause I remember somebody in line would be like, "Oh yeah, you like Ninja Turtles?" And I was thinking to myself, "Fucking nay, I do." <laughs> you know? And they're like, "Oh, all right." And they just kind of turned around, and I was like, "What? What did I say? Did I say something wrong?" I was like, "Fuck!" You Am know? I, and I was just like, I was like doubting myself. I was like, "This what the fuck?" And my cheapness was keeping me in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle bed sheets until I was like twenty-five years old. You only did that because you just didn't want to buy any bed sheets. I was just my cheapness, yeah, exactly. But you, but secretly, you fucking love the Ninja Turtles, and you didn't want to. Oh, of course, yeah. And it was sentimental. You, you got your first BJ on them, so come they on. were all. I might have. <laughs> Cowabunga! Did you tell me you yeah, that was that? 
Now that I think of it, oh, probably Chucker, eh? Probably did. Tony, I probably, Tony, I probably had all the marks. I fucked a chicken in those sheets. Oh, I did. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. So yeah, that was my weekend. <laughs> Take it away, MCP. Um. Well, most of my weekend was already in your story um on friday before the night before we went up uh to the interview um we we went to or laney and i went with a couple of friends to the del mar fair or the san diego county fair whatever they fucking call it now well with um, the del mar fair right um so that was that was cool we just walked around you know ate some shitty food <laughs> and uh but we went down there to check out the Hell, electronic yeah, Huh? Ask him what he ate, Harley. I actually, he said shitty food, but yeah, give me some more detail. What? Um, well, eat? the uh, I started with Korean barbecue um, sandwich, but I didn't eat the bread. Like I just I just shoveled the. It was a coleslaw and the Korean barbecue with a sauce, and had ajou, and so I just poured the ajou on everything, and I just ate everything with a fork, and just left the bread. Um, because I can't, I mean, I'm I, I'm like two days out from having had my wisdom teeth out. So I'm like, there's no way, even if I could open my mouth big enough to have that sandwich, I can't chew. You know, it's like, so I'm chewing with my front teeth. And so the, the Korean barbecue was thin enough that I could handle it. Oh, there um, go. So that was good. Laney had um, a pile of chili cheese fries, you know, pretty standard. Um, and then, uh, then we... Walked around, checked out some like Mexican candy, the, the candy store fudge. Uh, but the, the, one of the reasons we went on Friday is because every Friday they have what they call Electronic Fridays. And so they have local DJs um, playing EDM music starting at 7. And uh, this was just like a kid up there, and it was it was so funny to see him um, like jumping up, like he's he, he's throwing down some bangers, and he's just jumping around, and it, it and um, we're like, when's he gonna when's he gonna go back to the decks, and you know like mix the next song, and uh, and we're watching him, and we see him put on his headphones, and then take him off right away, and then put him back on, and then take him off, and we're like, I don't think he's mixing. I think he's just. That was totally pre-recorded. Yeah, he's like, he's putting his head, like, okay, he put his headsets on. Let's count how much, how much time his headset is, uh, stays on his head. And it's only like, like five seconds. And like, we don't hear any change when the, any changes in music. We're like, yeah, this guy's just got to play this going, but who cares? It's a bunch of kids, like, uh, it's a bunch of teens, like in front of the stage, just jumping around. And it's like, it's, it's like a mini rave, you know? Um, Mm. but, it's teens in the beer garden and we're just a little weirded out by it and like yeah we're not gonna go dance we're gonna <laughs> we're just gonna stay out here on the edges and not participate um yeah we just felt too old like if, if any other rave we don't care we'll jump in there with the teens but here it just felt weird just because they're all like kids they're they're underage you know at least with raves they're 18 plus and it just feels like, hey, we're all adults, but there were kids in here. I don't know. Just, it was like, let them, let them have their time, you know? Um, but on the way out, um, 
I was like, oh, I'm here at the Del Mar Fair. I'm going to have some some garbage food. So I t- got a banana split, which is about the only thing I could handle, right? You know, with my wisdom teeth. And yeah. uh, and nobody wanted to share it with me. So I had all, you know, 2,000 calories of that thing all to myself, man. It was it was awesome. I was I was jittery like the rest of the night. It was it was good shit. But uh yeah, so that was our experience at uh Del Mar Fair. Saturday I went up with Fonzo, you heard that story. Um Sunday Oh, and then okay, so after so after I dropped Fonzo off, we just had a bunch of people over at our house, um, just drinking jello shots and you know, boozing it up like like we normally do. Um playing a uh Taboo and I don't remember the other game they play. Um so it's our it's our normal crew hanging out Saturday nights. And then today, eh, today was boring too. Uh, just watched some movies. Fonzo came over, so that was cool. Um, but we watched Incredibles. Watched, actually today was like a, uh, entertainment day, cause we watched the, yeah, you watched a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, Adjustment Bureau. And we watched Incredibles. Um, and then the, uh, Westworld finale. I did have my first Pokeball today. Um, and that was cool. I don't know if y- y'all ever had Pokeballs, but, yeah, that, what is what's in it? What's in it? What is a it? Pokeball. Well, I ordered mine just like just with the veggies, like just like greens, and I put um, the spicy tuna, the spicy salmon, the um, the shrimp, some avocado, and like all the vegetables, and just like I was like, this is awesome. This is really good. Like just densely packed veggies with some protein in it. I was like, this is great. I could definitely do that again. Yeah. It was like ten bucks, so it's a. I mean, I could assemble all of that on my own at home for like five bucks. But, or, you know, or cheaper, but it's still, it's still decent, you know? Um, so that was cool. I, I, I'm a fan now of the Pokeballs. Why not? I don't know, that's it. There you go. Were you lose Harley? No, I'm here. Sorry. Oh, okay. He's Make writing sure. down the ingredients from my Pokeball. Yeah, it's good. yeah, exactly. The <laughs> Pokeball, huh? Yeah, my friend was just talking about that recently. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention on, um, on day, I, I went to see, um, I went to the Mace again to, uh, Jolton Joe's catch a fist combat. And oh, yeah, I went there because, uh, ECW legend, um, Sabu was there. And, um, he, he's never been, I don't think he's ever been in San Diego. So that was, that was a treat seeing him there. And, um, you know, he, he's wrestling partner. The guy that runs it, his name is, uh, Mikey and uh, he goes by Dirty Ronald McDonald. So his little <laughs> shtick is like fucking, you know, uh, the girls want my Big Mac, you know, they want the special sauce and he's really raunchy and, uh, he's really funny. This it, totally works. He has like a powder, he has like a Ziploc bag and it's like, you know, it's supposed to be Coke and it's just, you know, baby powder, but he used that to his like character and he very rages out. It's pretty funny. And, um, and, uh, th- and this week in this, he teamed up with Sabu and, uh, he had a character named Wacky Wendy, who's obviously a take on Wendy's, the Wendy's girl. So it's dirty Ron and Wendy. She gets on top of the ring at one point and to distract the, the their opponents, she lifts her top up and uh, everyone's like, whoa, the crowd just goes nuts. And the guy's like, hey, and of course, you know, they do the old number where they go from behind and pull them down, you know, and go for the pin. Um, it was really funny. It just, it just really, it just worked, you know? Um, but it's just, like I said, I, I love that, that atmosphere. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's just a bar with the, the, the wrestling ring inside the, inside the bar it's just it's nuts but it's a lot of fun um a lot of people interaction you it even tells you to drink and heckle the wrestler they want I me mean, they encourage it there's this one guy named randy order he's like a cop he comes out with a fucking megaphone and she's like just going off the whole time and then he gets on and starts yelling at people and and just you know make fun of them 
but in that Dirty Ron match, he had um they had this one guy that was sitting next to us. He like hold this guy, hold this guy, and he's like kind of freaking out. I don't know what to do. This other guy was into it, grabbing him. Dirty Ron jumped off the off the off the ring apron and landed on him. And you and I'm recording because like right next to me, I'm like, dude, how awesome is this? This is fun. You don't get you know what I mean? It's like. If you go to like say to Raw tomorrow night and here in here in San Diego, you know you get a twenty dollars seat. You can be all the way in the rafters. But this one, you can just think about indie shows. You any every seat's pretty good, you know. So and sometimes you'll see you know old wrestlers that you saw back in the day in WWE in indie shows, or you can probably see in the new the future of a uh, wrestler. So it's just a cool environment, you know. Um, it's a crazy life, man. I'm thinking Sabu just flew in, does this thing. And he's you know he's up there in age. He's got to be up there. Because you know he, he's looking old, and if you look some of his matches, I mean, this dude was fucking hardcore. This guy had a barbed wire match with Terry Funk. I know you know Terry Funk. Is yeah. yeah. Imagine the imagine the the ropes, you know, in the wrestling ring, all replaced yeah. with barbed wire. And uh, if you look at one of their matches, there's one where like this one piece of barbed wire was stuck in his arm, and it's just like ripping him, and it, it's just a lot of blood. And you're like, holy shit, dude, these guys. I mean, his nickname is the homicidal, genocidal, suicidal. You know, extreme Sabu. So, um, <laughs> there's one video on YouTube. If you look it up, he's coming down the ring and somebody pulls his turban. He jumps into the crowd and just starts socking the dude in the face. That's <laughs> pretty awesome. My friend Fred always sends that to me for some reason. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to that fist comment. That was fun. It was saw my buddy Chris there and then, uh, got my old ECW, uh, uh, bloodiest matches DVD signed. It's like, it's all white covered with a couple, a bunch of blood stains and everything. Oh, this is perfect. I'm sign right there. It's it's great. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that before I forgot. Uh, but I think I think that's gonna do it, right? It's gonna wrap it up. Um, we've been talking for a while, actually, right? Yep. Two hours now. So, mm-hmm. just randomly rants on all things movies and everything else. Episode 410 is in the books. I want to thank our newest uh, Patreon member, Angie. We've we go we go way back. Every you know, Harley can remember. He's an asshole, but. Myself and MCP remember you, and we thank you for the support. We appreciate it. We want to thank you. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, we appreciate it, and uh, join you into the Bad Boys community. You're part of the mm-hmm. show now. You're part of the game. So make sure you always call in. If you don't call in, you get zero points, and it can hurt. More you, you the know. merrier. Yes, yeah, more the merrier. Yeah, I could hear the guys shaking in their boots now because I got to go against a girl. And you, and then in your first, your very first game, you know, even though it wasn't sanctioned, you know, it was almost like a unsanctioned fight. <laughs> But, uh, you, you saw, we, we, uh, we saw what you can do and you got some points. So pretty sure the guy's a little bit nervous. I'm sure Reed's holding that belt a little tight now. Probably gonna be a little nervous. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, um, it's gonna be fun with that. We have a, we had triple threat for the longest time and we have a fatal four way. But anybody else too that wants to join, I mean, you know, it's the more the merrier. I mean, we can join in, you know, we really appreciate the support. You know, I don't know if we don't, I feel like we don't say it enough. We want to thank everyone that's been doing it for, you know, yeah, since the absolutely. Beginning. That's been listening since the beginning. They just love to listen to those ramble. If you make your life at work or, you know, your, your commute, anything, you know, um, a lot better, you know, than, um, I think that it means, it means the world to us. You know, if we can yeah. put a smile on your face, if, you know, if you want to make fun of Harley and, and you get him upset and makes me laugh and you guys laugh, that's, you know, when you hear Harley go, you know, I've done my job for the evening. I don't, let me just tell you. Oh, shit. I, can't, I, can't, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell Harley this t- a story, Harley, real quick before, yeah. I, before I forget. So, you know, I did, uh, like last week, I was in, uh, I was in the gym on the treadmill, did my okay. regular 50 minutes. Okay. Then I was like, right before I was going to leave, I'm like, you know what? Let me do the exercise bike. At least I can sit down, but I can still exercise. Mm-hmm. I want to see if I can do maybe a couple, few more minutes. So I get on there and I'm like, well, I've already watched all my YouTube videos on the treadmill. Let me, 
Let me watch something else. I'm like, what can I watch? What can I get to get my heart pumping? I got it. Let me put on the the bank uh, heist from Heat. That'll get my heart racing. Oh, there you go. I get my phone, start going through my movies, my digital library, and I stop. I'm like, you know what? Let me click on this movie. There's a bad, there's a red um, police chasing bad guys on foot scene. Let me put on the first bad boys. Oh. The scene where they steal Tail Leone, where they kidnap Tail Leone. Shit's on the mm-hmm. phone with the dogs. They calling the police like, oh shit, I forgot to give them the address. Mm-hmm. And, and Mike's hauling ass, Mike Lowry, Marcus Burnett's hauling ass. Uh, Harley, no joke. I'm sitting on the, I'm on the bike. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm just, you know, I'm just on my normal pace. Da, 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 da. But when Mike Lowry starts chasing the motherfuckers and they're crossing through the alleys, I'm booking it, dude. I'm a <laughs> RPM start rolling. The music, bam, 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 you know, the music's yeah. playing. I got the bass in my head. I turn the volume up and I'm like watching the scene. I'm fucking chasing the bad guys. I'm Mike Lowry. Mike, Mike's got that badass slow-mo running scene where he's all slow-mo badass. Mm. I start booking it. They're, they're ta- dude, they're taking Julie. I, I, I got to go after him. I slide so down funny. from the women getting their hair done. You look great, by the way. You look great. Oh, when fucking Marcus Burnett, I'm like, oh, she's going to jump on top of the cab. Man, if I didn't fucking redline that fucking treadmill, I was like, <laughs> my man Marcus jumps on the cab. They hold on to him. And then this scene where Mike saves Marcus, I'm on the bike. He picks him up. Dude, the cool, the cooling down moment was when Michael Bay's doing the camera and he's going around him. So I don't know if I invented a new thing where you watch fucking action movie scenes while you, I, I'm sure Wait, people are it up. Yeah, yes, sure. but dude, <laughs> I went for even longer, faster than I thought I was. Um, it fucking helped, dude. <laughs> it's geeky and I know it fucking sounds nerdy as hell. You can it's make so it all you want, but it's man, just... it did not help. It was fun and then I got my heart going. So I'm like thinking next, you know what I'm doing next week? Fucking point break when my man Keanu is chasing Patrick Swayze through the alleyway. Through the houses, remember that scene on the gas station? Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's like one of the best, you know, steady cam shots ever. I mean, it's amazing. So I'll throw that in there. And so, if anybody else has any recommendations of any good uh, foot chase scenes, you know, bring them. I'm all for well, it. So you, I I thought before you said Bad Boys, I thought you were going to talk about uh, Point Break. Yeah, I I, I was kind of teasing that. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was hoping to. Kind of lead lead you to think I was going to go there. Yeah. When I stopped at Ed Bowls, and I'm like, wait, there's a badass chasing in that too. Yeah. So it just fit. It just fit because it's like, hey, it's bad boys. That music works in that scene too. You know, it gets it going too. That's a, oh, that's yeah. a cool soundtrack. That's so, I mean, Michael Bay, it's finest. I mean, for the is, most part, yeah. What he does, he does excellently. Mm-hmm. The action scenes are awesome. So, you know, the cars, fucking real cars, hit each other and they go flying. So, but yeah, sorry. I just wanted to mention that because I thought it'd be a funny little story for the podcast because it, it, uh, it totally worked out my heart going and it, it just, it just works. So if, like I said, anybody else got any of the recommendations, throw them my way, hit us up in the messenger or, you know, or call it in and tell us for next week's show. But we got train spotting two for next week and the extra credit is, I just had it. I just had it. And now, it? and now we're like the bad gym boys. All three of us are gym memberships. Yeah, that's right. See, I'm trying to trying to run in slow motion with my shirt half open. You know, Tony, Tony, you need to set up a little, a little like a little competition for when when all three of us get. It sounds like Art's already on that. Yeah, he's got the pull-up bars going over there. We're gonna have to do an optimal course at his his house. We have to American Gladiator style at his house. Art, you let us know when you're ready. Uh huh. You know, do it so. But no, man, you should have fucking, dude, on the way back, Tony was talking this fucking 
mathematician fucking doing research on all types of food and protein and carbs. It was the whole ride back. He was talking about food and how to digest food. It was unbelievable. Like he could, he could have like 10 degrees on, on he could be like a uh, fucking trainer. He knows more than his trainer. He's telling me. So it was unbelievable. It's like that scene in half bake when the guy's breaking down the weed. Remember? Mm-hmm. That's what Tony was like that. I was like, damn man, would you go to college? Like, God damn. <laughs> It was pretty incredible. He's like very passionate about it and it shows. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it was very helpful. A lot of helpful t- hints. Um, like I said, I was drinking water, I was eating some jerky, you know, I'm, I've been had soda in two weeks. So oh, nice. Kind of slowly, yeah. Slowly, you know, pushing away. So I've got almond milk at home. Drink some of that right now. I'm getting thirsty. Yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, I got to f- swap the water out. Oh, Amy was asking, yeah, Amy was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe almond, almond milk should be, should be healthy. I was I'm afraid to ask good. Tony because he'll, he'll fucking break it down to you and tell you it's not. <laughs> almond almond milk's good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just don't overdo it. You know, water put, is the best. Put chocolate in it. Water is the best. Um, yeah, if you put chocolate in, in it, moderate it. Yeah, except for water, of course. <laughs> right, right. No, I just got. I just. I was just. I was gonna go with the milk because I have to replace the sparkless quality. I'm like, oh man, I'm not tired. But I'll, water probably. Water is probably better. Sorry, guys, I'm rambling, totally rambling. I was going to end up <laughs> episode, episode 410 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just ran over and all these movies. I'm your host, saying we ride together. Well, Harley, we will ram- ramble. <laughs> all right, MCP, Bad Boys for Life.